little polarizing. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in this bullshit boy band fucking group. Edible underwear for children. You're a genius. Wait, wait, wait. You weren't talking about that? (laughs) Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him Steve Dave. There is no Gidim here today, which leads me to believe he's either uh, not working or his mother finally finished him <laughs> off and smothered him. He got a lot of um, he got a lot of sympathy for that. Yeah, as he should. I don't. I didn't like the way it overshadowed my joke about his C-section scar. It, like nobody even mentioned it. It was all like, "Oh, get him, get him! Your mom tried to kill you. You think you deserved <laughs> more attention than that?" I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Hey, to be fair, your, your parents have been slowly killing you for decades. Like, why don't you get? Uh, I get none of that. <laughs> I get none of that because I don't. I don't like keep it in my back pocket and just reveal it all of a sudden like right. he did. No more Teflon left. Oh, it's all fucking scratched away. I'm just a regular old fucking pan. Nobody cares about. It. <laughs> uh, rarely do we have a guest here. It would be uh, accurate to say we eschew guests. A chew. A chew. A shoe? Yeah, a shoe. We shoe guests. Yeah, we don't like guests. But we like today's guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. Very hunky. Oh. Very sexy. Very flexible. Oh, limber. Uh, very limber, limber motherfucker. Very young man. So I'm with you his... see how I bend backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Fatone. Woo! It's about time. Can you believe it? You know, right. believe it or not, thank you, all three of you. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, though, because a lot of there have been many people out there that have been asking me to get on this show. Yeah, legitimate, seriously, like no, no bullshit. They're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Come on! Like in due time, in due time. So now is perfect timing. Glad I'm here. Thank you for well, having like me. When they when they stop turning me down, that's when I'll be on. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, um, I think I lost. A, actually, I lost a bet with this. So thanks, guys. Walt Flanagan, big in sync fan. Big yes. and sync fan. Huge. We we had a, we we came to blows one time uh, <laughs> over. He, he loved in sync. I love Backstreet Boys. Mm. And well, you're a prick. Yeah, we we had our hands around each other's throat, and then we came to blows, and he came first all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he won. Clean it up with a warm cloth. Though. <laughs> you gotta do that. It's respect. Yeah. It's respect. No, he was like, "Now you clean it up with a fucking Backstreet Boys shirt, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to boy bands, Walt, right? This is an icon in our midst. Like, he's truly, like, I'm not even fucking around. Like, he's iconic. Yeah, right? He is. Bullshit. You're like, I'm here, all right? You don't got to say anything else. You've walked down the street with this guy. Uh-huh. It's women. He still has it. He still got it. He still got it. People, no, because people walk and they, you know, they say, you know, to the ant. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll join it. Fucking crap. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I'll do the fucking antlers and shit. And everybody cheers. And I'm like, well, shit, I must be doing something right then. There you go. <laughs> I, like, I like Walt's face. Like, you see the, like, I'm trying to process. Yeah, like, people I have think, you doing the I think, I, I've seen, were you on, were you the veal guy? Yeah. Are you talking about uh, uh, Hannah Montana? Yeah. Yes, I was. That's, okay. You watched that show? <laughs> That's where I know you're from. 
episode of Hannah Montana where I owned an Italian restaurant. I'm yeah. a washed up baseball player. The veal guy. And my name was Joey Vitolo. <laughs> and I wore an old LeMay outfit when I told her. I said, you know, for Miley, I said I, she was a character. And I said, you know, you, you know, you know uh, uh, Hannah Montana. She's like, yeah, so we bring Hannah Montana here. I wanted to perform for me since you messed up. Uh, I had to sign a baseball for somebody for his, her brother or some shit. So I'm wearing this gold legitimate. No, it was for it was yeah. for her father. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah, get it straight. That's yeah. I've seen I've seen the episode about a hundred times. Oh, sorry. And basically, I had on the back of my back. I wish I had the fucking outfit though, because it literally says "Try the Veal." Yeah, the fuck? it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. When you walked in, he was like, "Holy shit, it's Joey Vitola!" Where's the veal? Fuck. Yeah, my kids. Whole much a whole lot about you right now. No, my kids watched it like like. Over and over and over and over, and I, I must have seen the episode about a hundred times. Now, when you go home tonight, and you're like, "Girls, Joey Vitola was on the show tonight." Are they? Impressed? I don't know if they'd remember it though, because I mean, I haven't watched it in so long. But they were really young when they were into it. And um, if you say the tag, try the veal. Yes, might. they Seriously, would. It they silly, they would. Yeah. Most of the kids remember that for some odd. Dumb Can I get a picture with you when we, before we leave? Sure. Leave? Do a short video, and, and he's, he's like, "I'll say try the veal." Yeah, oh, right. a little video. Okay, yeah, no and then I'll, okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean yeah, um, daughters will be impressed for once. <laughs> it didn't work with Q. <laughs> One of the funniest things I ever saw Walt do. Like his, Walt keeps his his professional life and his private life very very separate. Mm-hmm. I I know almost nothing about him. Um, <laughs> he told his girls, he's like, you know. Once they got into IJ, like, I, I, I know Q. Right. And they're like, yeah, right. Like, this is also coming from, like, over a decade each of him bullshitting them about, like, stupid stuff. So he's constantly tricking them so they don't believe anything he says anymore. And when we were in Big Apple Con or New York Con, remember, you, like, Quinn was way in the background, Quinn or Sal, and you took a picture. Oh, yeah. Where, like, if, <laughs> he was at least, what, like 40 feet away? Yeah. And you're like, that was your proof that you knew him? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I really didn't know him that far away. That was fucking yeah. funny. Is there, is there something in your career that you look back on and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that? There's a lot of things. I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, burying girls in the Everglades. No, or yeah, anything. no, no. Um, there were, like, when we first started out, there was a couple, like, Outfits that oh, it was fucking horrible. We wore these outfits one time. It was like, oh, they're giving you free clothes. We're like, free clothes, cool. And we were just starting out. We weren't even signed to a record label. And we were gonna do like a photo shoot with the clothes, not knowing the clothes basically were like fucking clown clothes. Thank God, I gotta find, I gotta, I gotta find where I can surface these pictures because they have been buried. And I'm not even kidding you. They were like. These jackets with these pants that were like green striped, pinstriped. They were like fucking – it looked like a clown outfit. It legitimately like clown outfits. And all five of us wore these different fucking outfits and it was absolutely horrible. But there are there are ones out there that you can see. There's a pleather, a red pleather long jacket I had because I thought it was cool. No, it looked like shit. I remember that one. <laughs> So at the time that, that um, at the time that you got the clothes though, like once you put them on, did you guys were you guys like we're hot shit, or did you immediately know? No, like, that oh was my really God, shitty. No, there <laughs> we were, should be there, piling there, out there, of a car. Yeah, there were ones back in the day that we thought that we were hot shit. We were like the big Jenko jeans, the big baggy ones. I heard they're coming back now, which is horrible. But they're the ones that have the really big bell bottoms and the pants. You know, it comes tight in the oh. waist, but they fucking fray out like almost like a skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are those were jeans that we used to wear all the time too. And meanwhile, back in the day, of course, we were a lot more skinnier. So it literally looked like a dress that we were wearing. Would this be in the era where you'd wear them backwards too? No. Well, it was right after that. Chris, okay. Christopher Cro- Chris Cross, uh-huh. Cross, Jump Jump, was, uh-huh. was a little bit before. But we didn't want to wear anything backwards because then that, that's more urban. That's more hood. 
We were a white hood. <laughs> That's what the money is, my friend. That's right. That's what the money is. <laughs> so when you started out, like you said, you weren't signed yet. So how did it? How did it come together? Like the crazy story. Yeah, everybody knew somebody, which in one way, shape, or form in the group. Uh, with me and Chris, we worked at Universal Studios. Uh, he did. Um, the, I did the Beetlejuice Gear Review show singing, and he did like an acapella group in front of the Mel's Diner. Uh, he was like this 50s doo-wop group. So me and him knew each other, but I knew JC from the Mickey Mouse Club, which they shot and taped in Orlando. So I knew Justin and actually I knew JC. And how it happened was is Lou Perlman, who is the big guy that actually was starting to do Backstreet Boys and maybe did them too. But uh, he, he was the one you know, kind of created and did the audition. They were out in Europe really starting to do stuff and they were signed. So he wanted to do it again. He's like, shit, if I could do that one time, I'll do it again. So he called Chris up. He found Chris. I can't remember exactly how he knew Chris. I think it was through Howie, believe it or not, from the Backstreet Boys. So he called Chris and said, hey, if you can get a group together, because he didn't want to do the audition bullshit and stuff. He goes, if you can get a guy's group of guys together, I'll fund it. So Chris went out on his own, called ahead, got a hold of Justin. Justin got a hold of JC because them two, the, the, the Mickey Mouse Club was done. They were starting to write music in Nashville. Called them up, came back to Orlando. I happened to be in a separate group without – you know, these it is actually some of the story. Some people may know, may not know. But I was in another acapella group with some people and I knew them and I happened to run into them at a at a club called um Eight Track in Pleasure Island. There used to be a bunch of clubs in Pleasure Island in Orlando. It was like this little club thing for fucking Disney. So I run into them, so now the three of us are together and they were like, Well, we need we want a a member. Oh, it, was, it was Justin Chris, yeah, Justin Chris, J C and me. And I just said, Hey, you know, I'll give you an audition. I gave him audition tape, it was fucking horrible. But I said, hey, come and see what I do. And I showed them my Beetlejuice show. They're like, oh, we like it. So we want me, you in the group. There was a kid named Brody that was in the group even before that. They booted his ass out. Oh, he became Brody. C-Note, though. Oh, Brody's really? in a group called C-Note that wasn't that big and popular. That came out a little bit around on time. They had like one hit and that was the end of it for them. But when they got him out of the group, it was the, it was the four of us. And we were trying to look for a, a bass singer because I'm not a bass. And with the bass, we had this guy, Jason, a buddy of mine, who signed up to do it. He was all for it. We sang. We had rehearsals. We started doing this. It was come time to sign the, the contracts. He bailed out. He goes, I don't want to be in this bullshit boy band fucking group. It's going to be a bunch of freaking uh, What kids. an asshole. Yeah, new kids on the block. <laughs> I think the only story that's been told about this was on the a VH1 Driven. They actually interviewed him too. Oh and they interviewed his God. dad as well because his dad was my chorus director in high school. <sighs> So Jason, his dad's like, my son's an asshole. Yeah. Jason yeah. literally freaking said, ah, fucking, I don't want to do it. But you know, new kids on the block, bubblegum shit. I'm like, dude, in order to, to get where we need to get, we have to kind of give in a little bit, just like anybody. You know, you suck a dick or two every now and then yeah. to, some, to get where you got to go. That's how we got this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now put exactly. on this jean skirt. <laughs> so after that, he Kevin didn't Smith's digging at a suck himself. <laughs> so we were just like, oh shit, what the fuck do we do? So we literally met one or two guys, and we're like, eh. But Justin's old vocal coach out of Miss, uh, Memphis used to train these kids. There was a choral group called Attaché that was in Mississippi. And they said, oh, I got this guy. His name's Lance Bass. He's 16. He's got a really low voice for a 16-year-old. So we called his mom up, tried to convince him. His mom said no about two or three times. Didn't want to even fly. Say, hey, we'll fly him into Florida. Think of it as a freaking free vacation. We just want to hear you and meet you. He comes in. We bring him to a little club, see if he can dance a little bit. We sing with him. It sounds fucking amazing. His low end killed it, and everything was really great. Said, hey, we'd love to do this. His mom was a little skeptical about it. Finally, we signed. We were together for about a year and a half to two years. Never signed a record deal. Later on down the line, this is getting fucking boring. Just let me know. Uh, no. Later on down the line, <laughs> Backstreet went from BMG Record Company to Jive. So BMG didn't have a boy band anymore per se. Even though our manager was the same as manager's Backstreet, the manager came up and said – because knew what was going on and said, hey, I got a band that's 
can sing better and sometimes dance even better circles around Backstreet Boys. They come out. They come to Orlando. Two of these German guys, they look at us. They're like, can you change the name? Out of the gate, we're like, why? He was like, because Germans are not going to know how to pronounce in sinks. That's the way he said it. We you want know, you to we're, change it to Hitler's yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> to how about that? Einkampf. Scheiße. On everyone's chest. So it was so weird. It, literally, we went in. We sang. We performed from the same fucking songs we were doing for two years. And literally, like, we'll get back to you in a couple of months. They leave. A, literally, a week later, they call us and say, hey, we love to sign you guys. Come to Germany next week, and we're going to start doing a photo shoot, and we're going to start recording. And that's kind of how it happened for us. And Brody's like, is it too late? <laughs> yeah. Brody and Jason. Jason's like, come on. So what are those guys up to, do you know? Are they alive? <laughs> Brody is alive. He has a kid. He's married. I think he has two kids now. He's married. My boy, poor Jason, can't catch a fucking break. No. Yeah, really? he's, he's been a little down in the dumps just in general. Not, well, he could catch a break. He's, he's slowly, he's he slowly, caught a break. Yeah, he yeah. just fucking threw the break he's away. Slowly, and he, I'm sure he was better because the, the, the shitty part too is I, I still kept in contact with him. And this is during our in-sync days were in the height of our career. And I'm like, right. dude, I haven't seen you in a while. Why don't you come on over to my house? <laughs> He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he came and it was really hard because I literally, no bullshit. I was like, so here's my house that's on four acres of land and it's 10,000 square feet and here's my pool. Right. That's 146,000 gallons. You think it's great. Do you have cab fare? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you feel, yeah, I felt bad. I did. It was did it make you feel guilty? I was like, yeah, I felt a little guilty but I was like, after that, I was like, fuck you, you said no. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It kind of sucked, but it was like, dude. That's what you should have just led with, assumed that he was Yeah, he was, the, he was the sixth Beatle, <laughs> yeah. basically. It's yeah. worse, yeah. though, because at least Pete Best got fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? He quit. Like, yeah, Jason quit. Yeah, like he said no. He had it, and it was like, nah, I think I'll do this instead. Horrible. I, yeah. saw, I saw behind the music where the original guitarist for Poison uh, left like a month before they hit. <sighs> and you could always look at it and be like, the same with this guy. Like, would it have been the same, same group if yeah. he stayed? Like, if Lance Bass didn't come in, you know, it might know. have been yeah, different. You never know. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You never know. Yeah, it's look like at that. The only all way all it... the gays would have hated us, but now they love us because he's gay. Why would the gays have hated you? I'm kidding. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> what did you do to the gays? <laughs> no, but meaning you, you don't know, every, know. Every boy band supposedly has a gay in the group, right? And they can relate. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a myth. 100. percent Yeah. No. Nah. But you, you guys had one. What? That you he's gay? Lance. Oh, yeah, he's gay as, as they come. But well, he wasn't gay. He came out after the group was... He came out there. Yeah, he was nervous right. about the whole thing, though. He was just... It was around, of course, around that time where I don't want to say anything to jeopardize the group. He was very nervous about sure. that. Very, very scared about that because it's like, God forbid, if I that comes out and people... And I, I guess he was thinking more towards the negative, but I think it could have actually helped sure. a lot, I think. And, it, it, you know, it, it's great that we, you know, of course, when he came out, you know, we supported him and whatever the case may be, dude, we're there for you, bro. Right. And he was just nervous about the whole thing. About uh, I don't know why, stands. but... It was really weird. It was, a, was was he slaying ass man ass on those toys? Mayonnaise or man ass? <laughs> Both. <laughs> was he like doing that version of it just yeah. with like dudes? He well, believe it or not, no, he had a girlfriend. He had to used to date Daniel Fishel way back from uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, I never saw. She it played Topanga. You know? Oh, I've heard oh, of yeah. Topanga. I know yeah. you're talking. Of course, Walt knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to talk. Topanga, yeah. yeah, she. It was the guy who was. Uh, it was uh, Wonder brother, Years, right? right? Wonder Years. Well, brother. it was that. It was that. It was. It was that idea, but it was actually Fred Savage's brother. Yeah. Who was in Boy Meets World, and it just came out a while ago. It was at Disney. It was like. Kid Meets World or something. They were all parents now, but she right. used to date her, and That's we never eighty late eighties. No, nineties. Nineties. It was nineties. Yeah. Yeah, the Wonder Years was eighties. Okay, yeah, late night eighties. Yeah. That was with Danica. Yeah, and it was it was so interesting because we were like, oh, we kind of had an idea that he was, and we didn't know if he really hundred percent was. And then finally, actually, I actually was the first one to find out. I walked kind of in on him per se. <gasps> so what happened was, is yeah, he was. We went. We were out drinking at a, at a club, 
I know, it's crazy. This I'll drink great. it at a club. <laughs> I'll tell you the shit you want to hear. Scandalous. <laughs> but we were at a club, and we all went out and party. We were all getting freaking drunk, and we get back to his house, and his house was literally real close to my house. It was like maybe about a mile away. Right. So we were hanging out, and I was like, oh, fuck, I got hammered. I passed out in one of his guest bedrooms. I Uh-oh. wake up at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck, I need to get home. So I go to his room. I knock on his door, and I'm like, hey, he's not there. Fuck, where'd I go? I went outside in his backyard by his pool. He's not there. Like, what the fuck? I go in his other guest room. Look, at not there. I open up and open up the door to look in his office. He's sitting on a big chair with a guy straddling him. Now they're clothed, thank God. But I walk in, I open up the door, I was like, hey, let me know when you're done. I gotta go. And as I start to close the door, he's like, hey, come on in, nothing's happening. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, surprise. And I'm like, not really. Yeah. But I was like, the first thing I come to see is I said, dude, your mom's gonna kill you. So first thing I said, I said, your mom's yeah. gonna fucking flip, you know, Christian woman, Bible book, right. living in Mississippi. I say he's like, hey, he's like, just don't tell the guys. I want to tell them on my own time. Uh, and this was this was pretty much when we were doing, I think, our last tour. It was right around our last tour, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was. Or Papa. I can't remember if it was the stadium tour, the Papa Odyssey or the other one. But it's all a fucking blur. But it was interesting to, to – to, like him was like, hey, don't tell – I'm like, dude, I'm like, I love you, bro. Right. I don't love you, but I love you. And yeah, don't I'm get not, carried away. Hey, no. I'm not going to – don't make out with me. But I'm not going to – you know, and I was like, I'm not going to say shit, man. You you do your own time, man. And that, that's kind of right. how that whole thing went down. It was, it was interesting. And were the other guys, once they found out, were they a little bit like, why, why would you tell Fatone and not us? Well, yes and no. I mean because I f- kind of found out in a weird way. It wasn't like mm-hmm. he just told me. But I think Chris was really kind of hurt the most because he didn't know anything about it. And he was doing a radio talk show, like a morning talk show for a couple of days uh, with with people in Orlando. Uh, and literally there is a – People magazine came out. It says, I'm gay. And he literally – somebody, one of – so many people from the place is literally – while he's on the mic talking – Dropped the magazine right in front of him, and Chris looked down at it like, "What the fuck?" I had no idea. He's like, "Ew!" Like, so, but then so they started gross. asking him questions, and he had no idea what to say or anything oh, else. And he man. was kind of put on the spot a little bit, and it was kind of like, so he was a little bit, a little bit bent out of shape. But that, but everything's cool now. I mean, we, yeah. you know, dashed it out and talked it. Well, it was also it was an interview with him. It wasn't like like TMZ where it's like, "Oh, he's no, no, no." It was, it was a whole like interview. An, yeah, it was right. a whole interview about it, and it, you know, he he was very scared about it, and. There was another guy that he was dating at the moment that was like a celebrity as well, and he wanted him to come out because he was like, "Hey, I want you know, I love you. I want to show people who my boyfriend is and everything else." And it took him a lot of courage to do that. But it was funny because the minute after that happened, he broke up with him. He was like, "Fuck you, I don't care." <laughs> he <laughs> outed him. Yeah, outed him and bailed. See, but uh, it was it was it was man, one of those things. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know, men, you know, all the same, man. <laughs> all these fucking animals, animals. <laughs> Good God! So you, you, so you know him from all his his bit, his little parts in my side in, things, in, yeah, and kids, and kid shows, <laughs> but nothing about in. Did you ever see what I did? The Wiggles? Didn't see that one? Huh? I'm, oh, I, we used to watch the Wiggles constantly. I, I did the uh, the night. Christmas one. I sang Oh Holy Night," and if you remember that, I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, <laughs> what else did I do? Australian group, weren't they? Yeah, I did you the went to Ima- Australia. No, no, we shot it. I shot in New York, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a green screen for me. Was it the, with the original Wiggles or yeah. was it the no, one original guy Wiggles? That got yeah, wake up, Jeff, and everybody. No, oh, wake up, Jeff. Was <laughs> yeah, it? Jeff oh, was it. Je- wake up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> for Second people that are young or have kids that know the Wiggles, people know who the hell these oh, people yeah. are. Mind you, I actually have a Wiggle did you, belt. Did you meet the pirate? 
Fuck yeah. Oh, Captain Phyllisaur, yeah. dude. <laughs> Dory the Dinosaur was yeah, there? Yeah, Dorothy the oh, Dinosaur. Man, Dorothy, I actually yeah. had all of them come to my house one time. The tour bus pulled up. No shit you not. Tour, <laughs> tour bus pulled up. I said, hey, guys, when you, if you have a day off, you're here in Orlando. Come by my house. I love it. I had no kids at my house because I didn't want to deal with that shit. I was like, dude, you guys relax so you just and be yourself. As as all wiggles? of us hung out. All adults hung out. We ate. We fucking drank. Did Anthony they smoke like weed, the Wiggles? No, it was amazing, right? Yeah, they were booting heroin and shit. But I used to ask stories about that. It's funny that you off. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> we about wake up Jeff they used to fucking like uh, like kids like teenage kids used to go to his house and fucking ring his doorbell and start screaming wake up Jeff like, oh, God, like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning wake up Jeff but Jeff gave me an honorary I'm like an honorary wiggle I got a belt a wiggle belt you know the belt buckles that yeah. they have they yeah. got they made they gave one to me. I was like, that's uh, fucking I thought it was cool. This guy's no. lived, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing on you, you, you hung out with a fucking An wiggle. Honorary wiggle. Yeah. Forget forget the stadiums where it's fucking like as far as the eye yeah. can see. That, and he could just be like, boom, yeah, point no somebody out. She's mine. <laughs> like, you you know got what? a wiggle belt. <laughs> Hell yeah, I was singing hot potato all day long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just won Walt over. I've never seen somebody win Walt over so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Time to make the salad. I did, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit salad, yummy, Fruit yummy. Salad, yeah. <laughs> I was texting with somebody today, and I said, I said, Joey's going to do the show. And they were like, you really seem to like him. You don't really like anybody. And um, I said, That's yeah. because I hate everybody, too. I said, yeah. And, but the, then she goes, but it seems <laughs> like everybody, everybody likes him. Yeah. Like, he's like the um, he's like the Ralph Macchio of the... Of the music world, right? Like, like he's the like nice guy. Everybody I likes him. He, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know anybody that doesn't like him. He's just such a. Good I just, guy. Ha- I'm always happy go lucky. I mean, why? I mean, let's. You like a big honest. kid. I am. Fuck. Yeah, Th- that's. The I think thing we all you. are big kids in this. Yeah, sense, but no, because you, I've never seen you not enthusiastic about whatever's in front of you. Like you hang around a little longer, you'll find. Yeah, out I know you have it. You're a human, and, and like we've only been friends a couple of years yeah. now. But like every no, time we hung no. out, you're like, this is awesome. Wait, what's that? This is awesome. Wait, what's that? This is awesome. And I've never met anybody, and I've I've said this so many times, more generous and giving of their time than you to fans. People come up to you. You never are like, oh, I don't want to do this. You're always like, nah, yeah, let's do this. And think about it. I've been doing it now for almost 20 years. Yeah, you just don't get tired of it. How huh? crazy is that shit? Yeah. Unbelievable. You know what? I think just you know, just like uh, I think any of us in a sense or just myself too, but just in general, the way you're raised. Right. You know in a sense? Like I, I've had one time where my mother literally fucking smacked me off the back of the head one time. We were at a uh, like a Benihana's and some lady across the across the way at another table was like, hey, do you mind if I take a picture? I said, you know what? I don't mind doing that. But after you guys are almost done eating, we just sat down. I was like, after you're done eating, let me know. I'll walk outside and I'll take a picture with you. Sure. Reasonable. Yeah. Well, fuck, I would walk outside with you. Right. I, I didn't say, hey, come to me and take the fucking picture. I'll walk outside. But then all of a sudden, one of the girls is taking pictures the whole time we're sitting there eating. And they're still sitting over there. And I'm like, it's fucking rude. I just said, yeah. I'll take the picture. No like problem. Like shrimp in midair. <laughs> it's like legitimate. Yeah, exactly. They're taking this picture. And I'm like, all of a sudden, the lady comes over. She's like, oh, can we take that picture now? And I was like, you know what, ma'am? I, I'm, I've never been really that rude. I said, but your daughter was taking pictures the whole time. After I even said, I'd be more than happy to. After, right. after you're done eating, I'd be more than happy to walk out because we, we just sat down. And she's like, well, no, we didn't. I said, yeah, go look at your, your daughter's phone. And she's like, <laughs> now you're in an argument. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, oh no! And all of a sudden, she walked out. My mother literally smacked me off the back of the head. She goes, "You get your ass out there right now, and you take that fucking picture." Right. And I went, "Okay, mom." <laughs> and I went out. So I mean, it's like those things. That How old were you at the time? Only a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
yeah, my mother would think nothing about taking a fucking umbrella, a broom, a stick, and beating the shit out of me. One, one time I was at my house, I got hammered. I kicked everybody out of my house. Had a big pool party. And I was yelling at people. I was like, ah, you leave. But you can stay. You leave. <laughs> I went and hid in my garage for like 10 minutes to cool down because I was fucking, and some pissed me off, and that's why I was kicking him, but I was hammered. Yeah. I walked out. Here she comes running with a fucking shoe hitting me. You stop it, you son of a bitch. What's wrong with you? Joey, go cut me a switch. Yeah, exactly. No, fuck, whatever she can find. Belt. Yeah, I've gotten hit with everything. Plunger. Bricks. Bricks. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Everything. But you know, it's I guess just being I don't know. I don't it's so funny because I've seen people come and go in this industry to where they're, you know, on top of the world and they're amazing and you see that and you want to emulate that, but then you see the people that are on top of the world are fucking dicks. Right. You know, I mean Well, we know I some had, of them. <laughs> I had I had one where I just it crushed me because of just the persona that I had of this person. Yeah. And God rest his soul now that he passed away though, but Prince. Really? That motherfucker. I had one time where we were at – it was the height of our career, MTV Awards. We got like – we won like seven awards there or something like that that day. We had a party with Nelly. It was Nelly and InSync's party. It was this big gambling kind of fun little casino party thing and it was a VIP area that was upstairs and we were looking down at everything. Literally, Busta Rhymes, TLC was there. Prince came in. Uh, I mean, you name it, basically everybody. All the names were there. Prince was there. It was a balcony area. It was a VIP only for the VIP. Only celebs were in there. This is back when you had the, the wind-up cameras. Right. I had that shit. I was taking pictures. So he's there and he's talking to somebody. So I was like, let me wait. I'm going to wait until he finished talking. I'm going to go up and say, you know, wait. I take a picture. Wait, wait, wait. And finally, he stops talking. He's standing there by himself looking over the balcony. So I walk up and say, hey, Prince, um. And he knows who you are, definitely. I don't know because he didn't say anything. Okay. This is how, this is how fast <laughs> this shit went. <laughs> hey, Prince, you know, I'm always a big fan. I really appreciate it. Oh, that's cool. He goes, I go, do you mind if I take a picture with you? He goes, no, I'd rather not. And turn away as if to talk to somebody else. <laughs> like that fucking quick. Hey, can I take a picture? No, I'd rather not. Turn. Oh, man, that sucks. I was like, what the fuck? I was yeah. like, it just crushed. When there's nobody, I, I could see people mobbing him or something yeah. else like that. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, dude, it was just me and you standing there. I could see if you didn't have your makeup on or anything else like that, but no, he <laughs> was fine. Look good. You just grabbed him by the neck and be like, you're taking a picture, you fucking shrimp. I did. I threw up De Niro. <laughs> did you really? Oh, hell yeah. I was like, hey, can I take a picture? He's like, I'd rather click. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And he's in mid talk, too. He's like, hey. It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, like that kind of like those kind of things. You just you know you got to take advantage of. Say fuck it, I don't care. So did he know you took the picture? Oh hell yeah! Oh no, flash and all, flash and all. I got a copy of it. It's hilarious because he's like, he's got that face like he's about to say no. And he's like no. Well, he's really the, the face is. I already said no. Yeah. <laughs> it was the security face. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, just, you're like the Betty Hanna girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, click, click, no click, better click. than the fucking Betty Hanna girl. Oh, pissed me off so bad. But it, yeah, like that. It, only a few things ever pissed me off before. Yeah. I tell the hamburger story where I, we were starving one time. I was really fucking hungry. And I had, uh, uh, we were doing a, a thing for Best Buy. And it was those Best Buy bobbleheads that we had. All right. And we go, and uh, I'm starving. I'm like, dude, I haven't eaten all day. We did all this press stuff. We're doing this. Dude, now I was running around. I was like, shit, can you order me a burger? I'll meet up in the room. We'll get makeup on. We'll go downstairs. We'll do the photos and everything for all these people. Great. So all of a sudden, I get in there. I'm the last person to, to, to get into that room, and everybody's all in there. They're getting makeup done, hair and shit. So I go in. I'm like, yeah. Open up the thing. Half the burger's eaten, and half the fries are gone. <laughs> now, you, don't, you never see me mad. I don't get mad. I'm not right. a mad person. Don't fuck with my food. Don't fuck with my food. That's one thing you don't do. Like, if I'm eating it, don't fuck with my food. I go, who ate the burger? Nobody says anything. Everybody's like, I oh, look at Justin's like, I don't know. Chris's like, I didn't do anything. Lance was like, mm, don't go, don't talk to me. I didn't eat nothing. And I was like, who the fuck ate half the burger? 
And they're like, all right, we got to go downstairs. I go, I'm not going downstairs. They're like, what? I'm not going downstairs. The case of the burger is still open. (laughs) The first time that I've ever put my foot down has to be about fucking food. I go, I'm not going anywhere. I'm starving and I didn't get a hamburger. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? Tour, our tour manager, Dave Brown, comes up. He's like, come on, Joe. You got you to gotta come downstairs. I'm like, I'm going downstairs. Fuck you. Until you get a hamburger, I'm not going anywhere. Right. You four guys go. Go right ahead. I'll sit here and eat, and I'll meet you downstairs. Like, no, nah, you're supposed to be down. I don't care. Johnny Wright, my manager, comes up starts talking to me. I'm not like, fucking going down the, there. They could have just – in all this time, they could have just put the order in for another burger. No, it, was, it happened v- pretty quickly. Yeah. It wasn't that long of a time, but it happened fairly quickly. And they were like, no, 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 no. Finally, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay, I'll go down. Fine. But uh, before that, I was like, who the fuck ate it? Justin ate half of the burger and Chris ate half the fries. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Don't fuck, fuck you, dick bag. What a dick. Did they at least announce it? They're like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's going to be a <laughs> delay. Joey, Joey Fatone was hamburgled. <laughs> it's funny because you would think like if you, if you normally aren't the guy that's like, where's this burger? You think the one fucking time you're like, come on. Yeah, you think people would be like he never asks, he doesn't fucking bother. No, exactly. The they even burger. said that like he never gets mad. Why is he so mad about this? I was like, I'm fucking angry, maybe. Right. But here's the funny part. Nine o'clock in the morning. The next day, I get a knock on the door. Room service. I open up and there's ten hamburgers. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitches. So that was the funny payoff for them fuckers. But yeah, he, Justin went and ordered ten hamburgers to, to my room. That's good. Hey, got to take a quick ad break, but I promise we'll get right back to the show. But in the meantime, uh, elevate your underwear game to the next level with MeUndies. You've perfected your wardrobe. But what about the stuff not everybody gets to see? If you've been settling for store-bought underwear, five packs, I have something that will change your life for the better. MeUndies. What's the first thing you put on, the last thing you take off? It's your underwear. Make the most important piece of clothing the best it can be with MeUndies. Seriously, these are the most soft and feel-good undies delivered to your front door. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from substantially sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton. MeUndies softer-than-soft luxe undies come in ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save. That's because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash TESD, and get 20% off your first pair. So go ahead, revamp your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash TESD. MeUndies.com slash TESD. Back to the show. If you had, um, let's say that uh, you guys are hanging out and things hanging out like today, right? And um, you go, you go out on the lake. You're uh, like in a rowboat, or maybe, maybe the river. <laughs> and and like, it, it turns it like, you, like the yeah, the current carries you away, and and it turns out you got to make a Sophie's choice. There's there's not enough hamburgers for all you guys, so somebody's got to go overboard. Who are you tossing? It's got to be JT, right? It's got to be. Ah, Fuck you, man. It might be JT, but I would, I would, I don't know. It's a toss-up. Maybe JC or Justin. Yeah, I don't know. Just- J- Justin's like JC's like the guru. He's like he, I call him Dalai Lama. He's very zen. Yeah, everything is everything. He won't mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd be the one that go. You know what? I'll do it, guys. I'll give myself up for you and jump off. Yeah, he probably fucking would. He's very zen. Very zen. 
He was like the more he was he looked the most street like he looked the most urban right he had like the the facial hair that, that was, was like Chris very, JC oh, that JC was Chris? Never had, yeah Chris had the one with the pineapple head we like to call him he oh, had the okay. dreads the right. weird white you've and black met dreads. Chris Kirkpatrick. yeah you met Chris, yeah I met him that fucking guy no he's great he's yeah. a good guy he was here crazy he's great yeah. that was a long time ago that was a long time ago. Oh, that's when you shot didn't you do something or something yeah, like that yeah that he was, told me about that he's like how do you know Q how do you know it's yeah. because so, I'm nicer than you, is what I told him. You are? He was nice. Yeah, he was <laughs> no, he's nice. But... He, was a guy, he, he invited us down. He was like, hey, anytime you want to come to Orlando. Why weren't we born in Orlando? We could have been born in a boy band, man. See that? that you could definitely have been, could have been a boy band. <laughs> you know? You, you wanted to be a tap dancer, so you could have fucking – you would have had the moves. You were, he was I, a good dancer, man. Yeah. Did you really tap dancing? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just like the sound of tap dancing maybe because I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of autism. Yeah, so the, so oh, the, uh, God. So, so the sound of tap dancing – What is it, like a clicking common. noise for like a fucking dolphin? You start moving and shit? Are you talking about me? <laughs> it was very calming, though. Like, very calming. I, there's something it? about it It mystified me as a kid, though. When I would see people tap dancing in the noise. Because I couldn't see, because their feet weren't moving to the sound. It right. Like, like, how the hell are they doing that? Yeah. That's why I want to be a tap dancer. So that was it? It wasn't because, you never even said that. <laughs> I didn't know it was because it calmed you. I didn't say calm me. It, it, um, it just made me question, like, how was it possible that their feet don't look like they're moving as quickly as, right. as much sound is coming out? So right. I was always, always, like I said, I would, whatever I was doing as a little kid, if tap dancing was on television, I would stop whatever I was doing and just stare at it. Hmm. Right. Trying to figure it out. That's so why I'll, I'll get Alfonso Ribeiro to come around. He he tap dances, so he can show you. Not where many the people noise tap dance anywhere, right? It's there, there's people, but you know, can't yeah. make a living at it anywhere. Uh, unless you're maybe on Broadway for some sort of show, like Forty yeah, Second Street right, or some yeah. shit. That would be the only one, really. It's not but over like, for but, you, dude. But not, not, not a lot of celebrities are big. Just back in the day, yes, yeah, yeah. probably not. Or I'm sure that every a lot of people, if they try to do the triple threat, the triple threat, if I can talk. They probably have taken tap before. I mean, I even tried it one time. I'm like, ah, I'm good. Too hard? Yeah, that shit's fat. That's, that's not easy. It's not. Your feet are going like a mile a minute. You know, you'd like a little shuffle hop step is easy. But then when they're doing like all yeah. this other shit, and it's like, brr, brr, and you're able to do that with your foot. Like Gregory Hines type shit where yeah. he's like just tearing it up. That's right. That's Would that be the, the last great tap dancer? Last one I can name. There's another Gregory one. Sevian Glover? I want to say there was a guy that was, I think, even uh, apprenticed by Gregory Hines. Don't ask me why the hell I know this, but uh, it was another young cat that that actually came out to that. There's actually actually there's, there's people there's two guys they're twins that are out in Vegas that are really good. Believe it or not, they they do the, there's a show called Absent that's out there. Have you ever oh, seen yeah, it? Oh yeah, I've seen Absent. Okay, they have every once in a while they'll do different acts. Right. There's two there's twin brothers. These two guys that do it. It's really good. I actually, see that one. Yeah. I've seen but like three they gotta times. Get to, they got to get to a state where they can lend be. Build as the headliner in a movie like Gregory Hines was. Remember, he was a cop. Yeah, but he didn't, in Running Scared, but yeah. he didn't tap dance in the movie. No, it was him and oh, Billy Crystal. I don't no. think he did. No, the only oh, time he ever really tap danced was History of the World. When he yeah, goes the, to yeah, on the, right, floor. the right. African Shim Sham yeah. Sand Dance. That's the Ethiopian. He was a hoofer. <laughs> yes, but yeah. he got. But that's how he got. That's how he got the acting gigs, right? From being known know. as the tap dancer. I don't know. I hope so. Well, that, well, that's how, believe it or not, Alfonso Ribeiro, he was a tap dance kid. It was a show on Broadway. And that's how he became what he became and did the Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson and doing all this mm-hmm. stuff and then got into Silver Spoons and then became Carlton as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and did that dance. 
Well, you were on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Was that an option? Like you could tap dance if you wanted to? Hell, or was it? Uh, it could have been if you wanted to do something. Now you can probably do a half that shit. When we did it, I was doing season four. They're up to like season 26 now, I think. It's some ridiculous thing. You should do it, Q. That'd be great. They asked us. They asked us. They asked one of us to do it. And I was just like, I'm not doing it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have the fucking time for this. Like, I, but uh, I think Sal wanted to do it. Uh, but we are schedule right now. You it's, know, tough. It's, yeah, tough, it's tough. Yeah. Cause it's a commitment, man. It's, well, that's the thing. A lot of people do take time off right. or, and some don't. And it's amazing. I don't know how the people did it. Cause I legit took time off to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They asked me the very first season. I turned it down. They asked me the second season. I turned it down. I looked at the numbers said like, oh, how many people are watching this? Like, oh, about 14, 15 million. So fourth season, I finally did it. And, uh, it was grueling, man. It was definitely, it was weird because I did a lot of hip hop dancing. So I never did ballroom or ballet really per se or Latin or any of that kind of shit. So to get in there, it was like teaching an old dog new tricks to retrain my brain and do certain things that I've never done before. Would you do it? The, the offer comes up. They're like, we need one of the comic book men. No, you know Ming's going to go for it right away regardless. But they're like, no, no. <laughs> I can say me. Like, not, not him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would, would you do it? Because you have to they, – they train you, right? They, oh, they'll, yeah. they'll teach they have you a, stuff. They have, a, they have your, your, your professional dancer. You know, Mine was Kim Johnson. We went out there. And they go, okay, well, here's a song, and we're going to break things down. For, and they teach you as if you're like four years old when you first started out. You know, your arm goes here, your leg goes there, you do this to see if you actually have a rhythm. If you have rhythm, then you can pick things up a little bit faster. I picked, I was able to pick things up a little bit quicker, of course, mm-hmm. but there were just certain things and technique wise that I had no, and you're getting critiqued on it. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other level because when I was dancing with NSYNC, nobody's going, oh, his arm was wrong, or hey, his leg, no one gives a shit. Here, it's your posture, your arm, your body, your legs. Are your feet doing rise and fall? Are they going up and down? And also the crap. So techniques real important. Would How many you, hours um, per a four, week? Five hours put, a day. We so do. twenty. So twenty hours a week easily. Easily before each taping of a show. Well, it was it was nerve wracking because like the first the first time you go on that show, you usually have like a week or two weeks. They usually you're able to learn. They start learning you the basics before they even announce. You know, Dan. They actually just started yesterday, uh, Monday, whatever it was. This Monday, whatever. It's like the new season. Yeah. But like after the person gets kicked off and we used to do Mondays and Tuesdays and Tuesdays, you could kick, whoever got kicked off, that person got kicked off. The, you would get your music that Tuesday. The choreographer would teach or learn it in their head or whatever they want to do. Wednesday, you'd start learning. By Thursday, you should have it somewhat down because then wow. they want to shoot a wide shot of you to know where you're going to go so the cameras can do that because it's live. Then on Sunday, you actually are able to get in the sound in the sound stage with a little tape recorder. You're able just to get on the stage at least to be familiar with the stage on sun on uh, Sunday. By Monday, you still haven't heard the band yet. You still haven't got your costume yet. You get all that shit that day. You run through the actual numbers with the orchestra just to get familiar. Then you do a full dress run through of everything where you're wearing the clothes for the first time, and the second time you actually do the dance is live. So really, you're doing you rehearse three three times legitimately on the Monday. But the last one is a live performance. That is crazy. So you literally learn the dance by Friday or actually Saturday. You have to have it pretty much down pat. By Sunday, if you don't know it, you better get that shit real quick because Monday comes around, you're doing it live. But what? But what about the people who can't grasp it? Like they well, a lot of the, the a lot of pros will will dummy it down, or they'll just do a little more simpler steps. They won't okay. make it too crazy. So it'll be like you know one, two, three, four, five, six. You point four times, and then you're going. You know whatever the hell it right. may be. So they keep it simple for them. You'll start to see that. But you see the people that know and are able to carry a tune or dance. They try to throw everything at them to see if they can pick it up fast enough. And mm. the more intricate and the more you know entertaining, obviously, 
Yeah, more fun. Who you, won the season that you were on? Apollo Yoko Ono, as I like to call him. Apollo Anton Ono. He was a speed skater, Olympic speed skater. So he's he had, got the most medals the, besides. He had the longer hair? Yeah, he did have longer hair at one time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you on that too. <laughs> <laughs> he did a, yeah. He were you the Julian favorite? Huff. I would imagine, right? Cause they were I came the, in second. Oh, okay. I came in second. But uh, I, they don't bet on that, right? Is there betting? What was the line in Vegas? In Vegas? Sure there, <laughs> there had to be, right? I say, what was the line in Vegas? There had to be one, right? Had People be, bet yeah, on everything. There's all that yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. I've never seen it, though, but that'd be pretty funny. Did you feel that it was, uh, he, he legitimately, like that couple legitimately beat you? And who was your partner? Kim Johnson was mine. Julianne Huff was his. It was the first time Julianne ever came into the, the she was the first season. So she was like, I think 16 or 17. She was young, 17 or something like that. But I think he, yeah, he did a great job because he's not even a technically a dancer. Uh, so it was interesting to see the progress from him. For me, I progressed, but I think it was a bigger challenge for him. And by the time when the top three, it was me, Layla Ali, and Apollo Antonio was the top three. After we made it to the top three, I was like, I don't care who the frick wins because my brain was fried by that time. I didn't give a shit who won. I was just like, as long as the show is over, I'm happy. Because <laughs> it's, it's grueling. It was yeah. grueling. But 20 hours of dancing, you must get in good shape, right? Oh, hell yeah. I dropped – I went – I don't even know how much weight I actually lost, but I went from a 36 waist to a 32 in, in a, like a month, month or two. Wow. And I'm, I'm just going to fucking jitterbug for the next straight yeah, months. No, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a great cardio thing and I – I was eating whatever the fuck I wanted. Didn't matter. More hamburgers. (laughs) Give me all of 10. It didn't even matter. It really did not even matter what I ate. At first, I did like the Nutrisystem stuff, and it was actually good and stuff. But after a while, I was moving, and I was actually just – every time they kept taking the pant size in. Every time. Every time. Because they measure you every time you go and and, you know when they do the costuming. So it was really interesting. I wish I could do that shit again. I need to go dancing. Yeah, you never answered. Would you do it? You can get the time off. So. You want to try it, huh? Yeah. What well, if you're missing like a, million, it's like a million dollar prize. Got that a sweet purse. No, I wish. <laughs> I, I would have cared. I will say this. It is, they do take care of you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I will say that. Ah. And the longer you stay, there's a little tear and you go, the money goes up a little bit the longer you stay. But. I don't even like talking in front of a crowd. Do you think that I would dance in front of a crowd? <laughs> That's why it would be the rug. like triumphant when you won. Yeah, when you uh, took down uh, Joey uh, Fatone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a sweet autistic boy from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, he was diagnosed that's, by that's a listener who just story. emailed in. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> well, my, my daughter is on the spectrum, so I, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> we got a second opinion. Yeah. Yeah, well, how did you guys observe uh, World Down Syndrome Day? At the stash? Yeah, what did you do? Just, I mean, get them just, you know, just gave each other a knowing stare or just looked at each other and we're like, we, you know, we can handle this. We could do well, this. That's, not, that's, that's not, you don't have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be clear on what you got. You got I think, more, I, like, I, think I, down. I think I got a little bit of everything. If, if you ask me, I think I got a little just bit a, of everything. A cocktail with all mental yeah. conditions. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Sage is like, what a poser. <laughs> So I was thinking of that. Like, what if? Uh, what if? What if? Well, what did you do you're, with your? Uh, well, I had an idea. Niece. I had an idea, but um, it, it, you, you guys were too busy. I wanted. I wanted the Jokers to be standing there hanging out, right? <laughs> and then Sage walks in, and you guys are like, "Ooh, a, a Down syndrome kid. Let's put it out of its misery." <laughs> yeah. And, right. Yeah, and so then, far good. And then you're about to stomp her out. <laughs> yeah. And Joey Fatone comes in. Okay. And he's like, whoa, guys, wait, wait up. Right. And then he tells you, like, no, people with Down syndrome, they can feel pain. 
And they don't like getting stomped out. And then, like, you guys learn. He's right. like, he's like, this is no joke, impractical or otherwise. Is that like one is to that- know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> do I am I do I feel bad about all the other Down syndrome kids that we've stomped or no? Look, that's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned a valuable lesson today, thanks to Joey Fatone and World Down Syndrome Day. I don't know if I can take Sage in a fight. She's pretty fucking. It's fucking insane. They're yeah. all strong. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. His, his girl is like a friend of mine, a very close friend. Yeah, same thing though. They they, they 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 have strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got like this big like shoulders and upper body, and like she pushes you. You feel it, man. Does she like, like work out or ass. anything? Or no, she's, she's, she's ten or eleven. How old is she's, she? She's eleven. <laughs> yeah, she's eleven, and yeah, she'll she'll like she put if she pushes me, and like I feel yeah. it, like she'll jump on the bed and she'll like put her like she like braces her legs and tries to push me off the bed, and I'm a fat bastard, and she still and is she able to start it. rolling me, you yeah. know. It's like sometimes they have like no pain and then just no fear of anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just they're superhumans. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, mutants more yeah. than human. <laughs> I swear to God, she's never upset, never sad, always happy. It's awesome. Kind of like Joey Fatone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did take her. guys. <laughs> That's the big announcement on this show. <laughs> All right, got to take another quick ad break. This is the last one of the day, though, so just bear with us. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small, how-do-they-do-that size box. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash TESD and using the promo code TESD. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Try Casper for 100 nights, risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Please, 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 please get 50% off toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com. Dot com slash TESD and you got to use the promo code TESD when you're ordering. You're not going to get that money off. Very, very important. Helps them to realize that, uh, you know, we're moving mattresses for Casper. If we're not moving mattresses, we're not going to get the ad anymore. So uh, that's www.casper.com slash TESD and um, get yourself, uh, treat yourself to one of the greatest inventions that mankind has ever seen the foam mattress in an unbelievable tiny box back to the show uh, <laughs> what ethnic group do you hate the most <laughs> mm. <laughs> all of them is not a good answer is it yeah it's fine <laughs> it's good just go with white i'm like the united colors of benetton i like them all except everybody has their own quirks you know yeah i'm italian i'm a greasy freaking wop guinea i mean i sweat oil for crying out loud. Yeah, I didn't know you uh, you're originally from Brooklyn. Yeah. And, and you moved to Orlando, yeah. I guess? We were, what, how old were you? Born and raised in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, until about 13. And my parents, it was like uh, the neighborhood was getting shitty, and we packed up and left. So, yeah, we moved to Florida because we, we always, you know, vacation in Florida. Always went to Disney. Hey, Disney. So it was kind of interesting to, to move there because it was a whole other, you know. It's almost like a, it's a little bit of a culture shock for being, you know, 
went to a Catholic school in Brooklyn, New York, and then going to a public school, which I never did. Right. Until I was like, you know, seventh, so what, seventh grade? Yeah. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. It's crazy. Really weird. A lot of that, rednecks. That, that, <laughs> I mean, I was about to say, it's like a lot of like white trash. Down oh, it's country, right? country as hell. Yeah. Like I went, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it was really funny because I didn't understand some of the language that they were saying, or I thought it was another language. Some kid uh, fell and skinned his knee, and the guy was like, oh, man, you fell on the cement. I'm like, sorry? He fell on the cement. You mean cement. You're like, forget about it. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you like, talk funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they you gave sound me, retarded yeah. to me. <laughs> it's like they gave me iced tea, and they're like, hey, you want some tea? I'm thinking it's like the Lipton, you know right. what I mean, with the fucking sugar? No, real tea bags, horrible. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Tastes like shit. So it was, yeah, it was, uh, getting adjusting to it was, it was, wasn't too, too bad, but it was, yeah, moved to Florida. And I, I lived in California about three years, but I moved back to Florida. I like it. I like it a lot. So fucking, yeah, you still live in Orlando. Yep. How, how, like all the, isn't that, that's the kind of shit that I always think about. Like all the things that had to like fall into place in order for you yeah. to become a part of NSYNC. Like it's fucking crazy, well, right? Well, if, like, yeah. if it wasn't, believe it or not, my friend Jason, if it wasn't for my buddy Jason who said, hey, let's go out tonight, and he actually didn't show up when I went there, I would have never ran into Chris or Justin or JC. They were out yeah. that 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 A-Tracks place that I was just talking about, Pleasure Island place. If I never would have went, if he would have never invited me to go, and even though he didn't show up, I would have, I just said, hey, I, I went there, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to come. I'm like, son of a bitch. And this was back before, you know. Everybody had a cell phone. Right. So it took me a while to figure out what the hell he wasn't fucking there. But when all of a sudden the other guys were there, like JC and Justin were there, I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, we're starting a group. And that's actually how that happened. So, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of different that's things, funny. a lot of ways and stories. You know, I think when we got actually got our big break here in the States, we did this concert that was on the Disney Channel called In Concert. And Backstreet Boys was supposed to do it. And they were so busy and they were doing stuff in Europe. They're like, ah, we don't need to do that because, you know, we're doing stuff here. When we did that, it jumped us to a whole nother level when they saw that it was interesting because a lot of a lot of young kids were like oh because they seen mickey mouse club before and it was on the disney channel so they put the two mm. and two together with jc and justin it was kind of like oh and then we the rest was history it could you could you have handled it either of you guys being in um arguably the most successful boy band in history i'd say one of the most successful bands in history like yeah, they really, really like kind of did it uh could could you have handled uh yeah, I mean, I think prancing about stage in a well, jean you know, skirt. No, that, not that part. <laughs> yeah, but if you were able to because do it, I'm in not your talented brain, in that way. Uh, so, yeah. You could be. But let's say I had it. Let's hey, say I had it. If kid. Lance can do it, you can <laughs> yeah. do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, he wasn't the best dancer. Oh no, horrible. No, really? You could, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't the greatest. I mean, we, me, JC, and Justin picked it up fairly quickly. Chris and Lance had just a smidge of a trouble, or it was just it was just a little not, not much delay, but it was just different. They weren't early dancers. They didn't yeah. like dance. They didn't do any hip hop or any that kind of dancing. Did you but guys? Think, did you guys? I'm, I don't know. Did you guys play instruments? We did, but not on tour. Except uh, tour? for one show, we actually did. I played a little bit of drums. Uh, Justin played keyboard, guitar. Lance played keyboard. Chris played guitar and keyboard. So did JC. On the albums, though, you, you guys played? No, instruments? not on the albums. Oh. We did not. We were too damn busy recording and touring the whole time to even actually do a band track per se. But you know, I'm about to say, Q, you've you've been touring and doing a lot of stuff and doing shows. You now you but. Obviously, if you were younger, you'd be able to pull it off a lot more. And we had this conversation. <laughs> you think yeah. he's too old for a boy band? Yeah, yeah that's no, what you're saying. Too old to fucking run around like that in general. It, it gets it wears and tears on you. You know, you get yeah. you get a little tired. You get a little exhausted. I pulled, the other day, I, I looked right and I pulled my neck for four days. 
Like that's not a, that's not even a joke. I I I looked gently to my right, felt something go on my back, and was on Advil for four days straight. I mean, so and I'll tell you that I it took me fucking weeks to recover from fucking uh, the finale. Ah, the Nitro you, Circus. Yeah, you gave it your all. It took me weeks because we practiced the day before, and I fell off the bike. And my knees and everything were all jacked up, and I'm like, "When are these things gonna heal?" My knee was blown up. Well, well going into knee. it, like, like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Uh, who, I swear uh, to God, there was only one None person was... who wasn't hurt. Sal, Sal's ankle was fucked up. Your ribs were broke. Gattel was fucked up. Gattel Gattel was died. died. Yeah. <laughs> I think Murray was the only one. Murray was the only Murray, one. the Lance Bass of the group. Just <laughs> yeah. got that fucking right through, right through. <laughs> Quick just... straddling that dude. It's time to go on. Yeah, because the funny part about it was literally he called me up. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I fucked up my ribs." Blah blah. I said, "Oh, if you let me know, if you want me to take." place i'll take it for you again i'll do it again i was like hold on i'll get right back to you i was like but no one wants to do it but i had no idea we were doing this whole freaking obstacle i really had no idea until i got there i was like why fuck are you kidding me i will tell you this man i didn't uh i didn't i wasn't into the whole idea until you came on and then i was like oh this is gonna be fun now. oh really like, yeah it'll be good, fun good. but it was a good time man my favorite part were the sketches that we did on it it was That's just great it's fun. It fun so i i don't know if like they got through without any real um, scandals, like in terms of like, because there was no Twitter, there was no Instagram, right, there was no right. MySpace. That's what it is. So you had to had an actual camera, not a camera phone, because there was no camera phone there. Thank God. So you think if you would, if it was today, there's no way you would get you. Would, I would you guys... probably be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Not majorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one thing we weren't really. All of us were never really alcoholics. We weren't heavily into drugs. Nobody really did anything stupid. You know, we we did. We were kids. We did stupid shit like as kids do. But mm-hmm. we never did anything outlandish. Just because it was like I said, I think it's all the way we were raised. And nobody kind of had a big head about anything. We kept our feet on the ground. Like you didn't do anything. Like remember that Go Go's tape where they were like the roadie was all passed out Drunk and they're sticking a dildo in his ass. We didn't shit. do the dildo, but we've done stuff like that. <laughs> I don't think that really hurt the, the Go Go's, did it? Is that what? Is that well, what it came out so much later, like, later, right? Yeah. Well, there's one. I can, I'll tell you one story that uh, probably not many people know at all. Uh, which is, hopefully, I won't get in trouble for saying this. I shouldn't. It's not. It's not that bad. But it was pretty funny. We were on tour, uh, and at the time, P Diddy opened up for us at one point. So to thank us, he gave us bottles of Cristal. Okay. A couple weeks later, because we had people coming in and out opening up for us. A couple How weeks come later, fucking my opening acts have never given me shit. Right, Jiggy's never given yeah, me what crystal. What is Jiggy up to, motherfucker? All right, sorry. Well, should I text Jiggy too? He's texting text everyone. Jiggy. So yeah, well, fucking text shit. him. So get him a fucking gift. Give him fucking yeah, some Jameson or something. Some so they gave us. They gave us. He gave us bottles of crystal. Say hey, thank you for you know being on tour. Smash Mouth knew about it and got word of it. They gave us cakes on our fucking bus, like a full on cake. All right. And we were like, all right, cool. And we got giving gifts and giving each other shit like jokes and stuff, little pranks back and forth. And finally, we go. You know what? We're gonna have a wrestling match. They're like what? We go in sync versus Smash Mouth. Meet in the after before the show at such and such o'clock. Meet in this room. We're all going to take it, and we're all going to fucking wrestle. Was this Lance's idea? Or? Yes. No. But all I said was, all we said though was, is you, it's in sync versus Smash Mouth. Right. So we go. I would, and everybody's I, I, like, I would, right, I would pay cool, for that on pay per view. The funny part is, is we get in the room, and we all set this up like fucking idiots. But as we get in the room, there is a blow up pool. Inside the room, and there are two topless girls. One had said "in sync," and the other name said "Smash Mouth." Right. And then we had one other girl that was dressed as a referee that was painted with referee, but they were topless. So basically, we did it was uh, oil wrestling. I think it was ice cream or chocolate. I can't remember what it was. It was a bunch of shit that was all right. thrown in there, and they wrestled. 
So that was a fun, one of the most and interesting that's pretty things. Pretty tame. <laughs> tame in a sense. Well, that tame not for us. Right. I right, mean, right. they got to think about it. You know, Justin was only what maybe early twenties, maybe nineteen, right, twenty, right. if that. I think. You know, so but it was just funny because people thought we were all of us were going to actually wrestle, but you know, we did stupid shit. Well, like you, that. you did. You would that's have right. to maintain a, a clean image because. Your your main demographic is young girls, and if people start finding out, like their daughters are going to the concert of, you know, some people wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. like oil wrestling. But, I mean, yeah. it actually might have been worse if you guys wrestled Smash Mouth. No, hundred percent. Been weirder. That's why we didn't do that. Yeah. But it's always interesting because then you get some girls that will that will be in the audience, and they'll. I mean, they're. Young, they're not, I mean, they were of age, thank God. But they would flash us and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, it was kind of funny and entertaining to us, but it was just like. We tried to keep that. We did. We tried to keep that wholesome memory. I can't really figure. Getting, I can't. I can't follow this though. Did anybody in the band think they were really wrestling, or was this all Smash Mouth thought we were wrestling against them? Not, so they all were. They were new. all amped up to physically all, they wrestle. Were all amped men up to wrestle. They thought before that we were, a show. Yes, they all thought that we were going to actually wrestle at one <laughs> Not point. Even after. The minute we walked in the room, they were like, "Oh, now we get it." And it was like basically a thank you for the kegs is what we're oh, doing. Okay. Like, hey, who thanks. do you send They're all out in to singlets. get the girls? Like who is that? that like we we, need... we got runners. We had people. It was like, Just hey, we need. It. They literally, they literally went to a strip club. I think called up some girls. Said, hey, we need, we need two girls to 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 be topless to. Right. Russell. It's Smash Mouth. Your never new name is Smash Mouth. Never, I don't think they ever even said it was us. You know, they just said, right. "Hey, we're doing this thing." Blah blah blah. blah. Right. So yeah, we we've had that. There was uh, yeah, a couple things. One time, I had one girl where they were like, I always kept saying, I said, and I made it as a joke, and that's what was funny about it. And then it became a reality where a lot of times we go to different cities when it's our hometown. We have rooms set up, and we have all these rooms like for our families. And they always decked – for some reason in Mississippi, Lance rooms were always decked out. Every time it was either like New York or some shit or my friend, I get the shit end of the fucking stick for some reason. Because <laughs> all the venue rooms were all taken care of and then it was a small fucking closet and I had like 80 people. Right. So it was in Florida. I was getting ready and I was like – I said, you know what? I said, it's really fucked up. I said, you know what? I want shit. I want I want everything. And my uh, our tour manager, our sound guy, is like, well, what do you want? I'm like, burgers. No. <laughs> I, said, I said, at least give me a fucking stripper. Get this. Get that. I want this. They literally called up a stripper. And it was this large, very large black woman named Peaches. Ah, oh, beautiful. And my family happened to actually be in the room. And they, he was making the joke and didn't realize that in West Palm, I had family that was coming in. And the funny part was that they, they, I thought it was still a joke. He's like, hey, he goes, I actually did get you a stripper. But the girl wants to meet you and just say hi. Where Joey Fatone at? Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, she's in the all production office. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I go up and sure enough, there's fucking peaches. peaches. And I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. She's like, oh, nice to meet you. I was supposed to put on a show for you guys. I'm going to suck your dick. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm good, girl. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm going to suck your little white tic tac dick. So, yeah. so it was kind of, uh, it was kind of fucked up because literally my family was in the, in the yeah. other room right next to so I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Uh, you got to do this fast and quiet. My family's in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's Smash Mouth's fucking problem? Because because <laughs> <laughs> we've 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 used Smash Mouth as a reference point on the show a couple of times. Like I've claimed that I'm Smash Mouth's manager. Right. In another episode, I said that I that I followed Smash Mouth on tour, and then they reached out to me on Twitter and were like, "We're shooting a music video. We want you to be in it." Right. And I was and like, then nothing ever happened. I was like, yeah, fucking absolutely. I was like, definitely do it. And they're like, we're, they're like, we'll, sh- we'll shoot on Staten Island. We'll come to New York. We'll pay you. I was like, you do not have to pay me. Just, I was like, I just come. Be, yeah. I will be in a Smash Mouth video. This will be amazing. Uh, they were like, this is great. We're gonna get back Who to you tomorrow. Who did you talk to? You remember? It was just some one of the manager, whoever their manager is. Eric. I don't remember. 
And then he was like, he was like, all right, we'll be in touch tomorrow. And then I've never heard from Smash Mouth again. Really? Yeah. I don't know if the, yeah, I think they, I don't think they got back together again. Steve, yeah. Steve, I, I still every once in a while talk to. Greg Camp is one of the guitarists that I know. Greg, I know as well. Right. And I talked to him not too long ago because actually his wife and his friends came out to see me do Rock of Ages. So I was able to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah, for some reason, I don't think they ever really got back together again or something. I don't know if it was a falling yeah. out. But then why would they know. ask me to be in a fucking video? They puncture, man. I got smash mouth. <laughs> yeah, you did. Right? You got That's their new prank show. The <laughs> 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 fucking... Busted your cherry, man. <laughs> You've been smash mouth. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I, we, went to, uh, we went to a WWE event last, last night. night. I, I, this is the second one I've gone to, both with Q. And it never – like I'm always amazed at the number of people at these – I mean how many how many people does a Barclays Center hold? Do they still think like it's 17, real? 17,000 people. Do they still I think don't it's think real? So. Some of these people are acting like it was real. Like they're throwing yeah. – they're, they're, they're like, oh my god. Like their hands are on their head and everyone's like – it is so – these people are so fucking animated. Yeah. And there's infighting like with with like this side sucks and they're they're yelling at like – like people that are basically sitting next to them. Like this side. Yeah, but smiling. It's not like the old you. days in well, Yankee know, Stadium yeah. where you would get into a fucking brawl. Well, I think the thing is, is they they understand it, and I think that might be like they their outlet. Like Yankee Stadium, and they mm-hmm. go, they go with it no, just as much Yankee as games. they do. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Like like it's it's you have to you have to be like I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I'm buying in. Yeah. This is fucking yeah. awesome. That's, that, like, going that's, Jimmy, that's like going to a uh, Jimmy Buffett concert. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to be tailgating. I'm, I'm going to be singing fins to the left, fins <laughs> yeah. to the right all day long. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to do it. You had fun, man. You, you I did too. have fun. I, this is my point, though, because I want this kind of power someday. I'm sure you, you've had it where – there was a like they do this thing where like uh, they're like all right now they kill a lot of time during these things they yeah. show you videos well, yeah. they do this they do that it's like holy shit it was extreme last night on. something was wrong and I give them credit it's amazing because they learn and do all that shit though like almost somewhat on the fly they rehearsed the day of and yeah. it's literally like okay well you're gonna win you're gonna lose you're gonna win you're gonna lose because I did I've been a TNA Impact a bunch of times it used to be it's called Impact Wrestling now that's out there mm-hmm. in Orlando shoot but go ahead and see what you're saying I want to hear what the, like as far oh. as Getting the crowd in the palm of your hand, kind of thing. This is uh, it was Bailey. Was that her name? Bailey. Bailey. So it's this female wrestler. She comes out. It seems everyone really she's loves champ. her, right? Ah, she's yeah. a sweetheart. So she's people are looking. yeah, she's cute. She's yeah. very small. It's very petite. And some this kid in front, a couple rows ahead of us, he's like what, like eleven or twelve? Yeah. He's holding up a sign that says Bailey. A boy. A boy. And Somewhat important to the story. <laughs> yes. And she's like looking at the crowd. She's working the crowd. She's. Somehow she sees the sign, which really wasn't that big, and she points at the kid, just points at the sign uh-huh. for like a second. This kid was like first shocked that she saw him and then started crying uncontrollably. Yeah. How old? How old? 11 or 12. He must have came right then and there. Like <laughs> went through puberty right at the moment. He, ru- he must have ruined his shorts. Did they get it on camera? Was it on No. 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 He was, it was, it was, he was I, overtaken I, with emotion is the only way to describe he it. He couldn't stop crying. That oh. For a second, <laughs> she pointed, acknowledged his existence and his sign and turned around and he fucking melted like, yeah. l- like, like the hand it's, of God pointed at him. I couldn't it's, live with myself if that happened as I grew up. Would, like later, like later on, you'd be like, I would, I would just be like, I can't. Well, let me believe. tell you something. He had the wrong people sitting two rows behind him. Like, for the rest of the show, we're just making fun of this kid. The entire time. I couldn't God. bear to, re- to like live with the fact that I lost composure on that level because 
some wrestler pointed at me. He, he was uh, he was with these two women. I guess one was his mom, and uh, you know, like yeah. both were like his mom's age, <laughs> it, it, or like a mom's age. And, and I mean, he fucking broke down like. <laughs> Like I could see it with you. Like if like you point at a it's, girl, not, and she's like not like oh well you know like you're pointing at her being like hey go get her I want to fuck her right, like, right, right. No, no, which we've never done. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but it it, it is I, it, we've had that happen. You know definitely 100. Yeah. percent It's it's hilarious sometimes because I it's almost it was almost where you like after a while when I'm doing the concert. Of course I know the moves, I know everything. So now it's just like human nature. You know, it's, it's automatic where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm fucking hungry. Why don't we get something to eat? As I'm doing a dance, I'm not even thinking. <laughs> Nobody about better the eat movie. that burger. <laughs> Nobody better eat that burger. Fucking ten burgers, son of a bitch. So the funny part about that is, is you, you look in the audience and you start to see, okay, oh well, these these girls are really fans of you know Chris or this person's a fan of. G- oh, I can see anybody that wore a Superman shirt, of course, was right. my fan. And you know, you give them a look or a wink, and all of a sudden they jump up and down. They're like, oh my god. But it's always weird, even now. That that's the one that I think that's weird. Back then, it was fine; it was okay. They were young. Now these women are like in their mid twenties, you know, late. Tw- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mid thirties, like early forties, and they'll come up, and all of a sudden they just start crying out of nowhere. And I'm like, "You're a grown ass woman. What, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> she goes, "I've just this, this is something that's just overwhelmed. I've, I've never met you before, or I've seen you in like eight concerts, and it just overwhelms them, and they start crying." And you go. Oh, come here, give me a hug. And that even makes it worse. If you go, oh, give me a hug. And they're like, oh, my God, but you just don't understand. And it's weird. It's very – I still to this day never have ever got used to it. It's very – hard to be the recipient yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, you feel that when people come up to you and they're just – they're a big fan of you and they just they just adore you. And that was their childhood. Or sometimes I'll come up to you and be like, hey, you know what? I, you know, I, I thought about suicide when I was young, but your music kept me out of it. It's right. like, what do you say? Happy you didn't die? You know, like, what do you, it's weird. It's a very overwhelming, it's very, you know, gratifying and satisfying, but also just, I don't know, it's just weird. When, I've never handled it. I've never still been able to handle it. When, when, when women are in my presence and they're crying and going crazy like that, normally I just put duct tape over their mouth and just put them in the trunk of my car. It turns you on, doesn't yeah, it? I just, they start to just tear down. Something, <laughs> something happened with that kid. And I, I want to I see if I was right or wrong about this, Walt. I want to throw this to you. So it's, it's, Johnson, my friend Toodle, Stacy, and I were raw. We see this kid start crying. Now, Bailey, who we're talking about, is a fan of Impractical Jokers, and she was supposed to come to set, blah, blah, blah. There's a connection there, is my point. So Stacy says to me. He's boasting. He knows Bailey. No, no, no. <laughs> that's important. That's important. I don't oh, know. Who's her. Bailey? She's, she's the wrestler. She's, the wrestler. Oh, okay. she's a wrestler that made oh, the kid cry. Oh, so you cry. know the person that, that people Pointed are going out. crazy for. Right. Okay. Right. So you know, I, I don't know her personally. Oh, I know okay. she's a fan of Practical Jokers, and right. I, I know a lot of the WWE guys at this point. So Stacy turns to me and she says, I think this is what I want to do. And she hadn't had a drink. So this is <laughs> – This is Stone Cold this Sober. This is Stone Cold Sober, <laughs> Stacy. And she goes, um, she goes, I want to go over there and tell that kid to get his number and, and we'll use your connections to get Bailey to either sign something for him or make a video for him or something like that, you know, just to like – Connect a kid with this hero. You know where my head went? Uh, I want to go tell that kid that Bailey was pointing at you because you're on Impractical Jokers <laughs> and not at him. I was like, no. that's genius. Well, tell the kid. Actually, he wasn't pointing. Yeah. He was pointing the kid behind you. <laughs> no, that's not. Stacey was like, we, we should get that kid connected to Bailey somehow, seeing how emotional it is. So, Walt, what, what should I have done? In that, you should have given you should, that. I thank could do. God it. that you still have people surrounding you that are human. 
<laughs> Talking about me, right? I <laughs> really make sure that you keep her around right. because I imagine that you you were like you you went to like fuck that. Oh, <laughs> you, you, I mean, that's exactly the quote. I was like, you know how much fucking time that'll take out of my life? I was like, I, was like, I don't have the time for this shit. I was like, what happens? I'm going to keep on this kid for three months. And she was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do you, it anyway. And I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> but that, that, shows, that, that shows a level of human compassion and um, knowing what kind of impact that will make that. Right. That, that's not a – see – you're see you see seeing th- something that most people aren't seeing. They're just seeing. They're just there. Like she's seeing that little sliver uh, right. that's going to make someone like that kid. That kid cried about that. Right. It could be dangerous though. That could put him into like a coma or something. <laughs> yeah, really. Bailey <laughs> called though, so you know maybe it was better that yeah. you didn't. That you didn't yeah, he's like fucking through. Terry Schiavo. Next thing you know, <laughs> just fucking, <laughs> people are like, take him off life what? support. The oh fucking- my god, a Terry Schiavo reference? <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell him, Steve Dave. <laughs> <laughs> There's one website everyone's going to, boys. Is there? Oh, it it got it almost crashed. So many people. Oh, I mean, people know I'm lying because this is the first announcement of it. <laughs> <laughs> TellThemSteveDave.com. After all these years, after uh, involving ourselves with Gitem yeah. to get the domain name, which oh, was like, man. was that year one? No, that was like year no. two. Right? It was well into it. Yeah. Man, that was a fucking that that we never shook that. Dude, yeah, I remember going over to Citibank to get the fucking money out of yeah, the ATM, right. right? To pay him. Mm-hmm. It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, and I'm I'm big enough to admit that I was wrong. I didn't think we'd ever ever do anything with the Tom Steve Dave uh, yeah. domain name. Well, Great. we did it. You did. Most <laughs> <laughs> like so things on the show. <laughs> so in essence, you were right. <laughs> when Walt took an interest in something, it happens. The royal we, the editorial. <laughs> well, we're a team. Yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. Walton team. There's no I am Walt. <laughs> <laughs> we all did it there is together. There is. Well, I, uh, I, I did spend a lot of time working on the Four Color Demons uh, segment of it. You did. Yeah. You had you had specific uh, plans. I want everyone yeah. to have a number. Done. No, no. I wrote text. I had the email we worked on. The, the, I was in it. Mm-hmm. I took you guys off the chain because I don't want to bore you. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Backdoor shenanigans. Yeah. But it's up there. And anything – I mean the part the, – the thing I'm looking forward to the most is people sending in pictures, like pictures of them with their shirts. Uh, you Boobs know, for like, Bri again? In, in, nah, I, I, don't send in titty pics. That's okay. Um, but but <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Are you hearing this? <laughs> Let's move on. Suddenly <laughs> he doesn't want boob pics sent in. Yeah, it's not respectful to women, I don't think. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't get it. What's so funny? Yeah, I'll have to tell you later on. It's so funny. How quick? No, no. It was so quick. Oh my god, it was 
was so subtle too. <laughs> Nobody gets a six chef for us right now. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> You're gonna kill me. Oh God, that was so fucking funny. No, 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 boop. I almost didn't catch it. It was so sad. You tried to move on so fast. What I'm really interested in. Oh God. All right. I'm sorry, as I know Walt and nobody listening knows what we're talking about, but oh my god. If you did. It was killer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I'm done. People with, people with Tom Steve Dave tattoos, people with ant tattoos. Just, you know, it, it can't be on the boat. body parts that you can show in public. Yeah. Don't be sending any sexy shit. Uh, if you're wearing your shirt in an exotic location, like Shaolin. <coughs> Mount Fushi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like uh, listener pictures and shit. <laughs> you should just start over. It was so unlike you. <laughs> no, no, boys. <laughs> um, All right. But anyway. So the, uh, the website wall. What do you want to say about it? Um, <laughs> you're throwing. Sure. You're throwing. You don't know what to. Say. <laughs> what are we gonna have up there? What are you looking at? I just want to read the person, the business who who built it. That's all I'm trying to get out here. Oh, okay. Um, right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's not, I'm just trying to find it. I can't find okay, it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not your guys. It's just, so we're. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's called Howell Edwards Creative. I think these are. That's the company that built it. So. Um, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know if there's any. What is it called? Um, what's it called when things don't go go right, though? Well, that remains to be seen. If it if errors, it, bugs. Yeah. Well, we we were looking at the website on our phone this morning, and there was a. He had to take the four color demon page down for for maintenance, and they have when you do hit an error, a picture of Sunday Jeff comes up. <laughs> Dude, it is the, it is like you could tell that a fan made this website because he starts. It's a picture of Sunday Jeff or drawing a Sunday Jeff, and it goes up. Sorry, um, that that page cannot be found. It's and then he starts going. Remember the whole church, not a church. Yeah, yeah. He does the whole fucking it's speech. It's great. He's like, well, maybe there is a church there, or maybe. And then in the end, it's like I don't know. Maybe there was a page here. I don't really remember. It's such a deep cut that most people are never going to see. I was so impressed. With so the website's really made by people who are talented and love the show. They think that this this company made a, a puff daddy. Um or, oh no! Wait a minute. Who's the guy that's married to Beyonce? Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, they made they built a uh, Jay Z website. Well, it shows. I mean, they're good enough. They're, yeah, they're Jay Z level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so are we. Well, they are. <laughs> <laughs> the people who made the website. Yeah, the people who made the website. But uh, the four color. I, I'm going to harp on the four color demons because I, I, you know how much I love the concept. I, I love seeing everybody wear the shirts. The um, what what can they do if they what do they got to do? You can officially sign up. <clears throat> you get uh, you go on, you log in, put your name, you put your uh, your email address, you got to sign your club number, the club membership number, and you got an email with a with a make at home membership card. 
that's unbelievable. You fill it out, you can laminate it, you put your picture on it. It's, uh, it's, dude, it's like a, it's like I, a dream coming true. I, I did see one email. I didn't comment on it, but that you, uh, you didn't want Hitler to have a, a number. You were scared of the Hitler. Uh. I wasn't scared of Hitler. Uh, I just thought. Within context of the show, <laughs> Hitler works. Uh, if we're having a motorcycle club made up, and we're and we're making Hitler an official, like an official member, a charter member, like an honorary charter member, I just thought it could be misconstrued. <laughs> no, no, I trust your judgment yeah. on it, but I, I, I mean, I can't say I wasn't disappointed. I was like, oh, no, we Hitler. all want Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like meanwhile, Giddem's like he's like shit. I lost my number eleven, and, and like Hitler's number four. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was Hitler. It was, I mean, look, we kept Satan as a member. Yes, and Satan. That's is- safer than Hitler, huh? <laughs> well, it's I think it's because of the reality of it all. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I just don't look. Some how someone reacts to Satan. I could deal with. I I don't know the ins and outs of how someone who's been affected by Hitler to this yeah. day no, yeah, you're right. would handle it. You're right. I, I, and I want it to be a really like super welcoming club. Hitler is still polarizing, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> he still isn't shaking that 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 image that he made for himself. He One might. fuck up, follows <laughs> him for life. He might never shake that in our lifetime. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. It's possible he won't. Yeah, do you think you'll see a softening towards Hitler in our lifetime? <laughs> not in our lifetime. No. no, not in the four-color demons anyway. Satan welcome. Hitler, not welcome. Not so much. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are if you join up and um, you, what do you got to put to join up? You got to put an email in? Yeah, you put your, your name and your email. I think that's it. And you're going to get an email and you're going to get an official you get number. Official you can get number. that tattooed. On yeah, you, or you can yeah. get it, uh, you know, printed out and laminated. <laughs> like a Holocaust survivor, just get the number printed on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so and, you got Hitler uh, in there one way or another. What else is up there? There's um, there's a link to the store, so you can you can buy Tell Them Steve They merchandise. Right. There's movies, all the videos that all, we've all three movies are up there for sale right now. Right. Q. the long awaited, out of context, mm-hmm. years in the making. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's been done for years. It wasn't in the making, but... <laughs> years yeah. of <the> sitting. <laughs> years of the gathering dust. Claymation for yeah. all those people who didn't get a chance to back it. Yeah. And... Um, Puppet Theater. Puppet Theater. Right. Thorn Winter's Masterpiece. Uh, good old Thorn. Yeah. Uh, all up there now. You can buy in digital downloads. And you can buy all our audio podcasts, our bonus mm-hmm. podcasts. Are also up on the website as well. Bandcamp shares are going to fucking plummet once we take our shit off there, right? Well, I mean, we're not taking it off yet. Uh, That's a slow uh, removal, I thought. And that would be the way to roll it out, just in case this website thing don't work out. You don't want to put them out of business right away. (laughs) We don't want to be able to to crawl with our our tails between our legs back to Uh, Bandcamp. Mr. Bandcamp, (laughs) we're thinking, maybe. (laughs) I'm just missing you. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, look, this, it's the first, it's really like, the first version of the website, and it's awesome. But like, I, it's going to evolve. We're going to try different things. It's going to become the hub for all things. Tell them, Steve, Dave, man, it's going to be fantastic. And if there's any problems, any questions, anything at all, do not email KMUS2 about it. There's, I have, there's nothing at all that I'm going to be taking care of about it. So do not email me <laughs> peace regarding and love, peace <laughs> and <Yeah>. love. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you're going to email, uh, what was it, Teflon Bry at Well, I think there's a link there. Oh, is there a link? I'm sure there's got to be a contact. Right. I'll be taking care of all your concerns and yeah. problems. So, I'm sure, so you know they'll be met with, <laughs> right. with the diligence and care that we've sh- that well that Brian Johnson has shown for the last seven years. Yeah. Right. Select all, delete. <laughs> <laughs> so that's tellhimstevedave.com. Anything else that we need to? Uh, anything else? Any, anything you want to talk say about it? Or it's a big moment. Yeah, it really is a historic moment in, in the show's history, right? Like, um, yeah, we really did it. Yeah, people said it couldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Oh, a and lot finally, of people. A yeah. lot of people. Well, guess what, assholes? <laughs> <laughs> we came out on top again. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> yeah, so tell them stevedave.com. Yeah, uh, go, go check it out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. No titty pictures. <laughs> You're a fucking unbelievable. Go buy a movie. You are unbelievable. Guess what I got on under these jeans? Me on these? Oh, come on. What else would I be wearing? Guess what I got on under these jeans? Uh, my hand. Yeah, me me undies as well? Yeah, me undies as well. What about you, Walt? Three for three, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you get free underwear. <laughs> you put them on. <laughs> Do you wash them before you put them on or you just throw them right on? Out of the out of the, out the family package, package yeah. I put them right on. Yeah, yeah. I don't even wash them. Well, he says, "How can you do that?" I'm he just like, robes right in the middle of the store. <laughs> <laughs> no, they come to my house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they go right to my house. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I trust Mister Miyundi that he's not sending underwear that needs to be cleaned right. out of the out of the like a, like a pair that someone else has returned. They're like, yeah, I don't really like them. <laughs> There's not their version of get them handling like every single one. I haven't seen any Miyundis in a while. What do you mean? None have come. I just got it. I just got a packet of three Did like you? two weeks ago. Hmm. So I must be stealing mine. And they're worth stealing, man. Oh, yeah, they are. Like, who would it? It's worth going to jail to, <laughs> to buy. Uh, okay, use one of these openers in our read or create your own. So basically, like, say whatever you want. Yeah. Elevate your underwear game. Like, look, the first time you're in front of a girl and you peel off those jeans, you want yeah. her to see some nice fucking underwear, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. And man. vice versa. You want to see a girl's like, hey, man, let me kick off these fucking pants. And you're like, you don't want to see some fucking bullshit like (sighs) big giant pantaloons. You want to see some fucking sexy MeUndies. I'll take a good boy short. Do they have uh, boy shorts on the girls for MeUndies? They do. I still like the classic thong. I'm more of a, I like boy shorts more. I think like that little ass cheek hanging out. I'm, I'm listen. I'm down with why? Both. Why? How did it become to be? I've always thought this. Why did it become fashionable or? Why was the thong only for females? Well, I know why the thong exists. It's to it's hide the panty lines. The lines, right? right. But we don't really wear clothes that show panty lines. Also, but how did they? Pants. How did they? Who convinced <laughs> women that like you need to wear this? Like we are so disgusted with seeing your panty lines. Oh, definitely a guy. That, like <laughs> you need to wear the, the string up your butt. It seems. It seems ridiculous. And they listened. That yeah. they followed through and are like, okay. We, well, we yeah, I don't know. Women are much harsher with each other. They might have been walking behind each other and been like, "Ew, nice panty lines, fucking granny panties." Well, yeah, but until it was mm-hmm. invented, that like, well, look at your panty lines, and I'm like, and then a cat fight. Yeah, but you know what it was? One, one beautiful woman, probably from Italy, European, definitely, or Brazil, European, right? Staten just Island. did not wear panties. <laughs> just wasn't wearing panties under the dress, and the other girls were like, "Oh my god, you could see panty lines through a dress." Sure, tight dress like a like a oh a mini skirt like? yeah like a pencil skirt if you will any uh, uh, any oh, any okay. form fitting yeah. skirt you're gonna see those so lines. so the one that one beautiful woman was like I'm not even wearing panties that's how much I don't want to see them could then, you do it could you wear a thong all day long while you're at work and doing everything could I or am I 
No, I right? Do it. it would just be like this is like torturous. But I couldn't wear makeup. I couldn't wear high heels. I couldn't do anything that women do. Couldn't give birth. They really should revolt. Is, is, is it, is it torturous bullshit. or, I think or, they or are. <laughs> after a while you forget? Right? You're just like it's. Yeah. Oh, mm. I can never forget. God. I can't forget now either. Just thinking of that phone riding up all high. But you would feel I gotta it. floss my teeth later. What? Yeah, chew it like bubblegum. <laughs> she doesn't even look up anymore. She doesn't even look up anymore. And it's usually done in the summer? What? Thongs? Or is it or is, is that, that a year, or is round? That a year round thing? Year round. Year round. Yeah, it's a four season fucking underpant. Yeah, man. Come on, dude. I, feel, I, I apologize uh, that we have that as a as, is it a race, not a race, uh, as a gender. gender that. But again, you're assuming that it's guys, yeah? Like, I, uh, come on! I, 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 don't you think? Like, it's probably girls that were like, "Ooh, look at her panty lines!" Like, not a guy. No like, a, a, a guy's probably not like, "Oh, it would look much better if you didn't have panty lines." I'm sure it was a girl that was just like all catty and shit, and like, look at this bitch with her panty lines, Ooh. looking foolish. I'm sorry, but I, I mean, the inventions. <laughs> mm-hmm. I doubt Why it. Why are you I apologizing? The phone's a beautiful thing. But the, the discomfort that they. Uh, like, last week he's through. apologizing for pussy glue. He's apologizing for thongs. He's trying to be as woke as me, bro. <laughs> oh, he'll never be. Oh, you can uh, never be as woke as me, my friend. Do you know why? Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna rock your world, Walt. That's you're gonna it, look. Walt. What did I tell you at the beginning of this year? That you're a new leaf. That I'm gonna be woke. That I'm gonna be the wokest motherfucker in the world. You usually can't be self dubbed. Well, yeah, and you usually can't buy it. <laughs> what about that, my friend? Oh, an ACLU card. A card-carrying member. Since 2017. Ameri- yeah, well, that, that's when I got woke. dated three days ago. So what, you, you, you made some sort of uh, contribution and well, you get a card? I donated $1,000 on behalf of Tell Him Steve Dave, and then I made a little, little donation of my own as well. So how come all of us didn't get cards? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, why well, don't I? Have oh, because I think I donated like I think so the you, form like I had. To get. But so you really got to pay for this card? Well, it's when you donate. Yeah, bro, we it's live like, in harsh times. It's like a carbon mm. footprint, though. It's like it's it's just it's not really. I, you would make the argument that it. maybe you're more woke by not accepting this unnecessary card to show off to everyone. Well, he didn't do what he had to do to get the card. It was so awesome because he was at my house when I got it. Like, I didn't even know I was getting it. Like, I didn't know it was coming. And I just saw it and I was like, oh, this looks like junk mail. And I opened it and I saw the card and I was like, <gasps> You would think fucking Ed McMahon showed up to his house with a giant check. I just started throwing it in his face. I was like, who's woke now, motherfucker? Got to get this laminated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Does it have your address on it? No. no. Does it, is, it, is, this, is this your membership number? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of woke people out there if that's your membership number. We're a movement now, Walt. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to take it anymore. Hitler's number four. <laughs> 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 you want to get on my band of thong uh, soapbox? No. no? I want it, what I want is women to be able to choose whether they want to wear the thong or not. Damn, you're good. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, damn, uh-huh. you're good. I have no place commenting on women's underwear, Walt. It's not up for me to decide what they should Unless wear. Unless it's me undies and what you do, and that's <laughs> what we should be fucking talking about. <laughs> well, how about this then? Yeah. We like you got to wear a thong more often than than never, and a tampon in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll then I'll give yeah. more credence to this fucking piece of shit. Oh, oh come on! 
Jesus Christ. I'm calling the White House switchboard <laughs> right now. Reporting me. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, MeUndies.com? Is that where you got to go? Yeah, man. They're uh, designed in L.A. But who cares where they're designed? Sustainably sourced. My, <clears throat> fabric. They're soft and they're good. And they don't like one washing and they don't stretch out and all that other shit. So 20% off your first pair. Just use MeUndies.com slash T-E-S-D. Uh, go ahead. Revamp your underwear drawer. You deserve it. They are the kind of underwear, like, they're expensive, I won't lie. But you're like, I won't have to buy new ones no. for quite some time. No, you won't even want to. They're so nice. Right. You would gladly wear a fucking MeUndies thong. I would. Have you ever worn edible underwear? Have I ever <laughs> worn them or eaten them? Both. Warn them, no. He's like, I wore them, I wore them, them. then I ate my own underwear. <laughs> uh, eating them, yes. What yes. does it taste like? Uh, cotton candy. It's like a fruit roll-up, Yeah, right? no, this one I, I tried was cotton candy. Does it feel like cloth? N- no, it, it feels like real flimsy. <laughs> choking. <laughs> yeah. It was it yeah. sexy or no? Was it, well, was it wasn't it just, all was it like, human. Uh, we got them in the office one day, so I just, uh, okay. I just popped it in. Um, Could it be, ever be... A sexual or sensual, not sexual, a sensual act? Listen to me. You put a fucking edible thong on this one, it'll be fucking sensual no matter what. Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> it'll be like Blue Apron and shit, right? <laughs> what a segue. Yeah. A so, oh, shit, it's Casper. <laughs> That's you'll, all right. You'll, you'll do it on a Casper, though, right? <laughs> I'm not doing it anywhere, dude. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Have you ever I'll ate? do it in my dreams. It, it's probably the last, like, edible thing on earth I haven't eaten. <laughs> no, no. Look, yeah, edible undies, like, they look so weird. Like, they... You see them come out of the package, and they have like. I never think I've ever seen them. Do they look like cloth? No, they they, they look like a rubbery look. kind of. So they aren't really worn like throughout the workday. No, it's not like you throw them in the wash and you're like, I guess I'll wear them again tomorrow. <laughs> no one ate them, yeah. so I can wear them. <laughs> I wish somebody would eat my undies. <laughs> I mean, they're edible for Christ's sake. Why did I go to all the trouble? <laughs> oh, wow, it looks to me like. Technology for edible panties has come a long way. Has it? Yeah, these look like just straight up. It's just normal cotton. It's not Modell. Was oh, that why you said the cotton candy? Or is that like a little nice little like uh, cotton joke? It, it tasted like cotton candy. All right, this is the one you're talking about. <laughs> don't, or it's like a fruit roll. Don't credit him with being that clever because he'll, he'll try to seize on it. <laughs> Can I see that? Oh, that looks that, fucking oh, weird. That's that doesn't not look- the one that I saw. Mm. So it, it looks it was, like some sort of like candy that you would get at like a candy store, like fruit roll-up, like gummy, is kind yeah, of right. fruit, yeah, 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 fruit roll-up. So definitely not real underwear, no, just some sort of like. But they bullshit. had this other one, that's another like, bullshit that some dude thought of. If you're looking for real underwear, <laughs> <laughs> they have a this one that I, that looks interesting to me, made of Smarties. That's cool. oh, I've seen them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you any? No Any action with that Smarties. No, but I'm I'm into Got a it. Smarties thong. Yeah, Smarties <laughs> thong. What if she like? Is it fattening? It's got to be. Not the, not the smarty one, but the. Uh, it's got to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it has calories. I don't think anybody's going to be like, "Well, well, there's your is calories for the day." <laughs> now, is that some sort of fetish, or is that something that both parties can enjoy? Because would would some, I think would, it depends on what happens immediately after, like. If you're eating through and then and then and then you're you using that on, as a segue, you keep yeah, on going. You keep on going. I think she's happy. You don't go like, oh, I'm full. <laughs> yeah, like I I'll feel pass sick. on dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ate too much underwear. <laughs> I gotta go lie down. I feel so sick right now. <laughs> is that, what, is 
that what does that does that edible underwear have that turkey fucking chemical <laughs> in fan. it? Oh, tri- yeah, tri- fan, yeah. So sleepy now that I ate all that underwear. <laughs> Dozing off in the middle of it. <laughs> Keep going, stupid. I'm so sorry. I'm just tired. eating that much underwear. I just got to shut it down for a little bit. I'm sorry. Let me just take a quick shut cat nap. <laughs> just going to shut it down. I'll, I'll be back. She sees you in the other room eating more underwear. You can't stop yourself. I didn't wear them yet. They're so good. <laughs> But underwear. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, this is one of the four food groups. <laughs> the top of the pyramid. The guy who made edible underwear, millionaire. I hope so. But do you think he really is? Did he? No, no, no. Because it's an idea. You can't really. Well, if he made it, then anybody can make it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. So who what, underoos have sold more units than edible oh, underwear? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were, if they were edible. Like off of kids, I was like, whoa. <laughs> See, that, there's an idea. That's where your, that's where your brain always goes. Uh, not my brain, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. Edible underwear for children. You're a genius. Wait, wait, wait. You weren't talking about that? <laughs> I was just talking about who made more cash. Yeah, I think. Right, I'm thinking as a businessman. Yeah, I say that's where your head not always goes. fucking sicko. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Casper? Casper, yeah, because where are you going to eat those underwear but on a Casper mattress, right? I would think at the dining room table. (laughs) Yeah, like cutting it up with a knife and fork it from your kids. (laughs) That's right. Let me eat your mom's still You still sleeping on that Casper? Yes. The best, right? The best. Mm. I got a a bedtime story, though. Mm. It's it's one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Okay. And it happened under a Casper mattress. Under a Casper under mattress. Under a Casper mattress. Oh, boy. <laughs> Your girls had to help fish you out as it collapsed on you. You're like, girls, I have no tendon in my leg. I can't, I can't get out. <laughs> um, we were getting the, in, the interior of the house painted. Yeah. And uh, they, the painters arrive. Mucho early. Um, Hola! <laughs> no, I didn't know. No. Uh, are you robbing me? It's really early. Or are you guys the painters? <laughs> you better watch it, pal. Us members yes. of the ACLU do I, not like this kind of talk. I thought I was a member too, like by extension. Well, no. So um, <laughs> it's, a, it. it's a Monday morning. Yeah. Um, my wife had told them the previous day that Derek, she, was, she had to go to school. The kids had to go to school. I'm the only one in the house. She says to the painters, I'm going to leave the door unlocked. No. Just come in and uh, – <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the painters catching them chowing down on edible. <laughs> I'll jerk it off. No. Yeah, not I grab <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ruin that Casper mattress, man. <laughs> At least eat it underneath. <laughs> Let's push it over on him. <laughs> no. So it's uh, – everyone's – I'm the only one in the house and um, – my bedroom has this gigantic window, uh, and it doesn't have any blinds on it, so the sun is intolerable at times. Right. Sometimes I have to resort sometimes to a night mask. Okay. Or usually I, I strap a pillow. Over they my have head. window treatments. I know. You strap right. a pillow over. Oh, you get them. <laughs> but what I what I found is even better when it's is uh, especially when the heat's on too high. Is I will go. This is fucking weird. (laughs) I will go lay on the floor under a mattress, and I'll just stick my head underneath the bed, 
<laughs> and it's colder underneath there, and it's really dark. Muerte. <laughs> that hard. lady killed her husband. Now we're going to get blamed. <laughs> So I will. So I can't. So only my shoulders are underneath, but the rest of my body's hanging out. Oh my god! <laughs> and I hear and I hear the painters talking, and I'm like, for fuck's sake! I go. It says, why are they so loud? I'm going like, why can't they see? Trying to sleep with my head under a mattress. <laughs> Idiots! No. And I'm like, it feels like. How old? often do you do this? Oh, uh, a lot. <laughs> It's not really no big deal. I don't think it's that more than the average person, which is never. <laughs> I'll just like it's like it's like oh, I can't take it no more. Do you have a skirt on the bed, or or is it just like a bare mattress? Or no, it, it's like there's like a space underneath. Right, but is there like fabric around the yes. bed? Yes. Okay, so you lift. So you look. Yeah. To, you look. <laughs> and you look decapitated at that point. Yes. I, so I. So this this morning it's oh like the sun's way is too. Is Chastain still making those fucking, those still pictures? Because please come out of retirement. <laughs> and I'm so I'm underneath, and I'm like, why are they fucking talking so loud? He's like, I can't. I can't for a lot. I, I can never in my wildest dreams. So I'd be like, my wife would leave. Right. And not close the bedroom door. Has your wife and kids seen this behavior? Oh yeah, it's it's not that big a deal. It's just like when the sun, it's like eight o'clock, eight, eight o'clock till about eleven o'clock in the morning. If the sun's too up so high and it's right, like shine right in my face, well, they're like, oh, dad's probably underneath the bed, <laughs> as any child would normally assume. <laughs> what time is it? Well, is dad still under the bed? Because if oh if not, God. it's got to be after eleven. <laughs> So I, this guy's been on TV for six years. He just can't put a, a fucking curtain. shade. He can't put a shade up. Buy a fucking curtain. That's all you got to do. It's easier this way. <laughs> all the fuss. <laughs> you can pay someone to do it. You can just go to Macy's. What do you have for guys that don't want to stick their heads under the bed when the sun's, you know, shiny? <laughs> so I'm sitting there. Finally, I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I'm like... I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they talking so loud? I pull my head out from under the bed. <laughs> like an ostrich. <laughs> and I turn. And there's two fucking painters in the room. Is that a Casper? <laughs> well, yes, it is. As a matter of fact. Silently staring at 100% they're like, is he alive? Yeah, well, that's what I was like. When I was like, why the, first off, why were they sitting here talking as if I wasn't lying under the bed? They're talking yeah, about they're what the weird they're, ones. They're, they're talking as like their vacations are going on. I was listening to this conversation they were having, thinking they were on the other side of the door. Oh, and they were talking about, oh, I go to Florida. And, you know, that's, I really don't like going to Florida. And I'm like, what well, they they didn't say like, "Hey man, are you, oh, hey, are, you are you okay? Are you all right, sir?" They didn't like. I mean, I wasn't moving. Well, they're, they're not all... fucking EMTs. They're, they're painters. All right, but come on. It's, I I'll admit it's not the most common thing you'll see when you open. Oh. What a what a fucking huge gesture to admit that. So I turn, I look at them, and the response is only from one person. I didn't say anything. The guy goes, "Sorry." <laughs> 
close the door. <laughs> like so slowly, the no. eye. Like he's like, I didn't close it slowly because they were on the they were painting the trim around the door. Mm-hmm. So I just closed the door. <laughs> so you slammed the door in the faces of guys that you're like, why don't you care about me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you then get back onto the bed to finish up the nap? Oh yeah, it was eight. Yeah. It was eight o'clock in the morning. I didn't have to get up for another two hours. <laughs> And the sun was up high. What am I going to do? <laughs> I can't leave the room. Done. <laughs> can't leave the room. Oh, shit. That's amazing, I, man. Oh, uh, but I was—I got to tell you—it was the most one of the most embarrassing things I've ever had to face when I turned and saw this. They two. still tell that story to this day. I would. Well, it only happened a couple of days ago, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was just like, I, saw, I got home. My wife got home. I was like, "Why did you leave the door open?" Why did you leave the door open? You know I'm going to go underneath the bed. You know how sunny it was out when you left for work. <laughs> like he's a dog. Like he's, like he's, a, like he's a mongrel. Like, what the fuck? You know how I do? <laughs> was the sun up? <laughs> was it? All right, then. Why the fuck would you let painters in? <laughs> no, no, I knew they were coming, but I just had a dream that she'd leave the door open, though. <laughs> You know, they didn't give a shit. They talk about their vacation. <laughs> they didn't oh, even – like I really th- – I, t- I was telling them. I was like, I thought it was really shitty that nobody was like, sir, sir, are you okay? Yeah. Nothing. They just ignored me. It is weird. Well, you – I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You were breathing. You know what I, I mean? Were you snoring? No. Because I, I was awake because I could hear all their conversations So because I'm, I'm like really getting annoyed. I could hear me going like <sighs> – because I was getting so pissed. A rump thing. <laughs> they're probably like, they don't want anything to do with this. They're not going to acknowledge it. They're not going to, they're going to pretend that this isn't happening. Yeah. Paint the fucking trim and get the fuck out of the house with yeah. their skin still intact. <laughs> Oh, like, I don't get paid yeah. enough. For this. <laughs> you just hear it from under the like. Does anyone know you guys are here? <laughs> oh, but if you're gonna put your head under a mattress, you want it to be. Yeah. A you, want to be you want it to be the best mattress on yeah, the market. I right. get one of those. Like a sweet fucking invention, not unlike the edible undies. <laughs> you know? oh, and this man. was they, they call this an invention. Me, me, uh, Casper has deemed this invention. Worthy that they they touted as an invention. Well, Time Magazine did it (laughs) (laughs) for the third week in a row. It was Time Magazine that made one of the best inventions of 2015. They're not trying to distance themselves. They are touting it. You're right. They are like, you know what? They're right. It is a fucking one of the best inventions of two years ago. Yeah, I don't. uh, Yeah, what was it up against? My parents took mine. Oh yeah, the fucking that box that it comes in. My mom was like, "Whoop!" Now it's mine. The box with the mattress or just the box? No, the box with the mattress. They they now sleep on it. So I never even got the feel, the the warm embrace of a cat. Have you never really ever really slept on one yet? No. They're pretty fucking sweet. You're missing out. Your mom. Well, what's up, Casper? Can we send me another one? I mean, how long do we got to? When can I demand free stuff? Can they send a one podcast? Four? (laughs) (laughs) Just one more. One more? (laughs) What do you do? You you go to Casper.com slash T-E-S-D using the promo code T-E-S-D. I don't know. Uh, You okay? Yeah. Uh, $50 off any mattress, uh, obsessively engineered, blah, 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 blah. It's only applicable towards the purchase of a mattress. So I guess they're trying to get, people are trying to get $50 off a pillow or something mm-hmm. or a fucking sweet fucking skirt to hide your, <laughs> to hide your head with the sunshine. I guarantee you more people 
then we're, you we're realize. We're going to an outpouring of support. We're like, well, I do the same thing. <laughs> I totally do I guarantee thing. you. I guarantee you. It's just the most natural thing. You're just like, oh, it's too it's, fucking bright. Where's the where, What's one thing I could find? Like to a vampire? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are certain things where I'm like, yeah, that is natural. <laughs> not having heard of this behavior in 49 fucking years, no, I would say it's not the most natural thing in the world. Well, it's I, the most I, natural I, thing. Human beings are going, when they're trying to sleep, oh, but want to get rid of the light. Right, you're see- you're seeking shade, and <laughs> since the I, I would say that you know, forget Casper, the shades are one of the best inventions. <laughs> Blackout curtains. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Just hang a towel. Go total white trash. Hang a it towel look, up. It looks like shit. Then my wife won't have it. What was it? How long ago? When was the first time you did it? Oh yeah, I've been in the house since two thousand three. And you still don't have like. Window treatments up? Yeah. She likes it. so look. weird. Really? Because yeah. she's so – she's his wife is like this immaculate housekeeper. You go to his house and it looks like um, it, it looks like a model house, like, okay, like yeah. in the inside where like everything is perfect, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm surprised that she wouldn't like – she would draw the line at like, fuck him. Let him sleep under the mattress. <laughs> he doesn't like the sun. <laughs> it's good enough for him. Good for you, man. Fuck the shade industry. Casper.com <laughs> <laughs> slash T-E-S-D. Oh, 
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.